this podcast. I have bad words because my daddy says words like and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Welcome to the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Go on. And I am John. As you'll notice this episode, no Joe. Go yeah. on. What's up with that? Um, Joe and his wife have welcomed a new addition to the family, and he'll actually be on the next episode to talk about that. So, Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Congratulations, yes. Joe and Amanda and, and uh, big sister Sylvie. That's going to be awesome for them, and uh, we'll get all the details from Joe next time. But just uh, seemingly overnight for us, our show got 50% more legit. It did. Because, yeah, yeah, we're 50% more dad now. <laughs> and it's all thanks to Joe. All thanks to Joe's there will fertility. Never, yeah, there will never be another uh, addition from my perspective, so we're, we're done yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Joe, we miss you, buddy. Come back. But this is going to be a good one because we do have a special guest, special guest host also today, uh, however you want to be uh, uh, classified, uh, my good friend Elliot Sylvie. Elliot, welcome to the show. Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. We can't wait to make fun of you. Perfect. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. We need someone to take Joe's role on. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. This I'll take it. Well, I'll take I mean, it. normally I'm the one that gets made fun of, but with the guest host, they can take that role and I'll slide it over into the abuser role. Awesome. Totally. We're, we're going to be talking to Elliot today uh, about several issues that, that sort of intrigued me about his journey into fatherhood, uh, including the fact that he is the father of two daughters. So we'll talk about that and, and the issues of, of body images that you have to consider maybe with that. Um, talk about how he's not really afraid for them if, if they're going to get injured or not. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, also, what it's like to have a job where you're on the road quite a bit for work so we'll talk to him about that and more uh in a moment but i wanted to take a second off the top of the episode to remind you if you haven't listened to our last last episode with tom shalou about his new book about mean dads and was was our country better off when kids were being raised by dads that, that kids were afraid of uh that book is is really entertaining and you should listen to our last episode to hear from him it was pretty and, and should clarify not afraid of from like an unhealthy fear it's just more of a a respectful fear, whereas just you know, p- parents discipline more. Parents were stricter back in the seventies than they are now. Well, I was sure scared of my dad. My dad was a coach for thirty-four years here in the great state of Texas, coaching football. So, uh, yeah, you definitely were scared of <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> yeah. And did, did you grow up all right? I think you did. I think I ended up okay. I yeah. think you did yeah. as well. Did, did he make you run gasters or do burpees? As uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. We, we had, we had the belt as well. Yeah. Oh, and the belt. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, another note off the top, we, we mentioned at the end of last episode that this would be the Pete Delkus episode, which we did re- record uh, some stuff with meteorologist Pete Delkus, and that will be coming out probably by the end of August. I'm not sure exactly how our schedule is going to line up with that. Actually, uh, Pete Delkus will, should be the next episode. Well, we're going to say that, but I don't want to say that oh, right, again. Right. They'll, they'll because, be sometime soon. Yeah. Exactly. And and we just need we need Joe to be, he's he's taking some time off, like we mentioned, to, to spend uh, with his family. So when he gets back, we need to get some more stuff from him on that, and then we will release that for you guys. Uh, and, of course, today we'll have 
our regular segments, dad jokes, things to check out, and uh, Ask the Dads. All of which are America's favorite segments. That's correct. Uh, Elliot, do you have a dad joke on deck? I didn't sure, why not? Okay, awesome. Yeah, so, so listen for that. You guys can anticipate that. But first, let's catch up with the dads. Galan, what have you been up to since the last time we recorded? Oh, man. Um, so normally at, at night, Teresa and I switch off telling um, Ellie bedtime stories. Uh, Teresa is not the most creative, so she reads books. And, <laughs> and followed, followed you by saying, her stories are dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, that's where she reads like the little golden books. So she, uh, Ellie's been sure. read Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, minus the, uh, the big twist. Um, Jedi, Beauty and the Beast. There's a, we picked up a book somewhere that's like five-minute Star Wars stories. So she'll just read that. There's some books in German and stuff like that that Teresa will read to her. Um, oh, we should mention that your daughter's a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's something. Um, but so when, when I tell her stories, I don't want to do read think, stories. Do you think our Germany dads appreciate me waiting? <laughs> Probably not. German book? Yeah, just, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'd like to apologize to the world for that. Yeah. We never mind, I'm not going to make that joke. But uh, so it's like I, when I tell stories, I make stuff up. So normally I make up Minecraft stories because Teresa or I mean Ellie loves Minecraft. And it's, you know, Steve and Alex, which are the, the main characters of Minecraft, doing whatever, building, starting from scratch. And then when I get run out of stories, oh, if they go to a different server, they start over. Well, I got tired of um, telling Minecraft stories. So I started making up a story um, uh, about um, this kind of an ordinary guy that runs into extraordinary situations, which is basically all of fiction ever. Um, <laughs> but I, I made up this story like in, in one night and the next morning, my mom sends a text message. She's like, Ellie's talking about a, a guy in a gas station in a magazine and uh, go, or going through some portal. She's basically so, retelling your yeah, so she, story. So she was ex- super excited to retell that story. So I, I went back and I started typing it out and I was able to remember about 80% of it. But you know, when you're typing, you can, edit and stuff and so now i'm two and a half chapters in so basically in about two weeks i've written two and a half chapters and it's just it's just kind of flowed out and uh, as i go back so i spend one day writing new content and the next day going back and editing old content so it's been really fun reading a story so i've been reading the story as i go in in pieces to so basically i'm able to take a chapter and turn it into about three nights worth of stories but Teresa's actually come in now on my nights and is listening to the story and asking questions and providing <laughs> feedback so it's like nice. she's into story it time so, with Dad. yeah so it's it's really cool you know the the story I'm, I'm not I'm not a fancy writer um so it, I'm, I'm aiming for something along the lines of I don't know like you know the late Late single digits, tweens, early teens, a bit the young adult kind of books, but like Harry Potter, Hunger Games oh, so style what, stuff. What you're saying is, after your sex change operation goes through, then uh, you can be the next <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, cool. I'll be I'll be Galena. Okay. Um, as a fancy uh, author, um, but outside of that, man, it's like uh, you know, we started swimming. Uh, Ellie taking Ellie to my dad's to swim, and um, she and my mom have been going over to my mom's friends. They have a pool. And it's basically, so basically going off the last episode with water safety and stuff, you know, she has this um, swimsuit that has, it's almost like a life jacket built into it. So it has like a foam pad in the front and the back so they can, they can stay afloat, but their arms are free without floaties. So they can learn to swim a little bit more. And she's now dumping off, jumping off the dumping. Yeah. Well, she does take big dumps and just leaves them in the toilet for us to see. Daddy, check out my poop. father like daughter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't leave my poops in there unless it comes back up after I flush. But, uh. Oh yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners about your blog you had once though? (laughs) Oh no, that that was a uh, crap. What was that? What well, there was a website where it was. Uh, 
It was, well, Mr. Is- it was Mr. Pooptastic at gmail.com, but it was I started MrPooptastic.com, and I was going to take pictures of my poop and just post them up as anonymous. And then I had a uh, co-worker tell me that there was <laughs> – I can't believe I'm sharing this. But I had a co-worker awesome. tell me that it's like, oh, yeah, there are people that are, like, into scat. And at the time, I had not heard the term scat like, like that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like they, they they like to get around or whatever? And he's like, oh no no, a scat's like shit and stuff. And I'm like, oh, so I, I canceled that website the next day. <laughs> it's just, Good move. I don't want to feed that. Good move. I hadn't actually posted anything. You weren't it was all meaning to a, be a pornographer. Yeah, it was just yeah. a. Uh, it was just going to be a funny thing. Like this is what I ate last night, and this is what it looked like afterwards. I was <laughs> in my mid twenties. <laughs> like what? You just want to take food blocks to the next level. I completely forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing that up, John. Yeah, no problem. Way to go. No um, problem. But anyway, so it's just it's it. She's progressed to jumping off the diving board without any without me being around. She's like, Daddy, I don't need you to jump in. So it's like I don't have to sit there. I can just. There's a, a Teresa sent me a video of her jumping in. And I'm just floating on my back in the pool, like not even worried about it. Um, she can swim underwater, but she's like she's working on doing her arms. Um, but she can hold her breath and and use her legs to propel. So she's making strides. So hopefully by the end of this summer she'll be able to at least doggy paddle as my you know, my hope. Well, you got to aim high. Yeah, but, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just trying to keep up with her is, I mean. It's just the energy. Yeah, and, then, you know, uh, the Minion or Despicable Me 3 came out this week, and she's itching to see it. And then oh, yeah. My Little Pony, there's a My Little Pony movie coming out in October that she's already like, is it out yet? And I'm like, is it October? Have you turned five yet? Because, you know, um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of that. So I'm sure the next time I'll be like, hey, I've seen Despicable Me 3 four times now. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Well, right on. Well, Elliot, I'll just ask you uh, this question that I always inappropriately ask people who are first-time guests. Uh, sure. What have you been up to since the last time we recorded a podcast? Well, since the last time you guys reported, uh, recorded a podcast, because I do listen to all of the podcasts. I'm the, right. one. Long, long, I'm yeah, the one. Yes, you're the one right here, <laughs> which we're like, we got to have this guy on. He's listened to all of them. Uh, long-time yeah. listener, first-time guest. Absolutely. So, yeah, th- since the last time you guys uh, have recorded a podcast, we've had uh, – we went and saw Cars 3. You were talking oh, about yeah. the movies. We went and yeah. saw – that's a good one. We recommend it. Uh, you were talking about the books. I actually have a cousin just released a, a new book, uh, oh, nice. The Lost Causes. It's a young adult drama thriller. Oh, nice. Um, so it's available on Amazon for pre-order right now. There's a little well, shout-out. There you little go. Plug. Yeah, a little plug at the um, top. No, so, um, yeah, we've just been – we've got Reagan out of school now, so we've been doing summer stuff. They've done swim lessons already. Uh, Reagan's been in swim lessons for a couple of years, so yeah, you know, we, no big deal for her. But for the for Skylar, the three year old, right? We've yeah. had had fun with the swim lessons for her, and they were at a swim party today and did really well. Uh, I have actually gotten a new job since the last nice. time awesome. we talked. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's that's going to be fun for me—a new adventure, a little change, and uh, talk about uh, a little later why yeah, that's yeah, that's better. Have, all the benefits of that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely have some great benefits for us and. Um, my dog Duke just celebrated today. Actually, his 16th birthday. Yeah, we have That's a pretty awesome. Cocker Spaniel that made it to 16. So wow. hopefully, we'll have him around a little bit longer. But. Uh that's pretty much what we've been what we've been doing. Right on, right on. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in this episode. We will be right back. Wait, 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 John. Oh, what we, have I we done? need we need the Blood Bowl update. <laughs> haven't Please. haven't done anything with Blood Bowl recently, guys. I don't know. I got to figure <laughs> out. 
some other ner- well, I'll tell you something else nerdy that I've I've been uh, playing when we get to things to check out today. Okay. Awesome. Because Be- I'm not afraid of how people perceive me. Uh, I know but what you, I am. You so. always like what have the dads been up to? But you're an integral part of this show. We need to know what you've been up to. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, mean, I do our like to may take not give a shit, but I care. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, was gonna say, I do like to take center stage uh, on a podcast that's about dads. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm done talking about me. You talk about me. Oh, you want me to talk? Well, you're you're my one of my best friends, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're like so my brother. You're about to close this episode, <laughs> this segment up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now we're gonna move on. Yeah, we're moving on. Just now that you've things about yeah, me. you've taken away my momentum. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in this episode. We'll be right back with Elliot to talk more about the issues we mentioned at the top of the show. Awesome. Welcome back. We are here with special guest dad, Elliot Sylvie. Elliot, let's start out by talking about, we, we mentioned earlier, you are, are the father of two daughters. Two daughters, yes, Reagan ages. and Skylar. Uh, Reagan is seven. She'll be eight in November. Uh, Skylar is three and will be four in September. So a couple of things I wanted to ask you first, just about being the father of, of two daughters. One is, for one, it seems like they have completely different personalities. Absolutely. How was that? If you could just, how would you describe their personalities? And then, how? What, what's the challenge been like to figure out how uh, to to deal with each of them, or communicate with each of them, or discipline each of them? What kind of considerations have you had to think about um, the second time around? That's different. Yeah, many, I guess. You know, Reagan is uh, very organized, and she thinks things out and makes sure that things are right in their place, and has always wanted to be kind of reserved and has great manners and things like that. And Skylar, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the wild one. I, I feel like she's the one that doesn't really care about authority. Like, she just has a strong will and she's going to. Yeah, she, it's it's funny because, you know, she, it, you just said about, you know, cares about authority. She understands authority and why it's, you know, in place and where it needs to be, even at three. But she's funny because she has that. And I think it's a lot of it comes from me as far as genes. But uh, she definitely doesn't care. <laughs> like absolutely she's gonna go after whatever it is that she's gonna do like and it's and it's right now and she doesn't care if she picks something up or if something's in its place or not you know that's that's the big difference between her and her sisters sister cares you know reagan really wants things to be right and and proper and, and her sister you know it no care in the world man that's absolutely funny. not so did the second time around has it been easier or as much of a change as it was from not being a dad to becoming a dad did you did you think uh four years into to reagan's life you're like okay we we've done this we have this figured out this we know what we're going to be able to do with the second one or it's it's funny because i don't think you ever necessarily have it figured out i mean i guess maybe somebody that has eight kids might differ with by me, the seventh yeah. or eighth <laughs> one, like, well the like, older one's taking care of them so they've got that part figured out yeah right? fair enough. Um, no so I, I guess you don't really ever have it figured out people ask you know oh were, were you ready well I don't, I don't know that you're ever really ready i mean just yeah. you have to you're having a baby it's a fact of life at that point oh you're, dude you're ours was your kid right ours so, was totally planned like i'm like yeah we're gonna you do this. ready and yeah and it's like <laughs> that, that the wake up of i'm in labor you're like oh shit everything we planned yeah. The window just gone. There's going to be a child here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and that's, it's funny because, you know, we had the, we did the same type of thing though. We yeah. had the birth plans yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and with Reagan, most of it went 
pretty much to plan. I mean, uh, very, very short labor. Yeah. Daughter came out. We were confused because we thought it was going to be a boy. Uh, <laughs> my family, just so we can, you talked about me having two daughters. My family has never had girls, right? 55 oh, wow. years is the last time there was a girl. Oh, born. wow. All Y chromosomes. Well, yeah, that's absolutely. A, For five so, decades. Yeah. That's like a paranormal activity movie waiting to happen, man. Right, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, the well, first girl in 55 we didn't, years, the first girl born to your family <laughs> line. I guess we never had to worry about incest, right? So, uh, oh, <laughs> Zing. <laughs> we, uh, well, we went there already. Yeah, we, had to, we had in. to start out. Okay, awesome. Special guest, uh, right? The, the detox drinking game. The first mention of incest. You got to drink. <laughs> no, so um, we're, we're, literally when, when Reagan came out, we didn't even have the, the name because we kind of thought it was going to be a boy. It just everybody always had boys. So when she came out, we looked at her. You know, what? Who does she look like? And we decided on Reagan. It was one of the names that we'd liked. Because she uh, looks just like Ronald Reagan. Exactly. Yeah. No, 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 it's no. it's very, funny. She's my, very presidential. My brother, her, she is her, her uncle has always called her Ronald, just naturally. Just yeah, has funny. always come uh, out. So, funny, of course. Uh, but then with Skylar, you know, like I said, we, you think you've got it. You think you've got it. And so we had the birth plan again, and we thought we were going to do all this. And we actually got to the point to where we were trying to stick to that birth plan, and the doctor finally came to us and said, if you guys want a baby that's living, we have to go right now. Wow. And oh, wow. Uh, so, so we went and, and did the, um, the not natural way, right, the, the C-section how or many, whatever. And how many parents does he go and say, use that same line on yeah, They're I like, don't know. no, we're just going to wait and see. I think see. it's because we were arguing. Like, we were trying well, to stick to the birth gotcha. plan, right? And he was like, and, no, you don't understand. Right, yeah. And, and so I think that was the big thing was we had to have that. It had to be that serious for us to understand because we were trying to stick to this plan. Yeah. Um, and so we did. Um, we, we went and, and had this this baby. And what's cool, you know, you talk about personality and somebody that doesn't care. She didn't make a sound for a couple of hours. Oh, wow. And we're worried really? about it, right? Like, Yeah. You, you, you You're like, think, what's going on here? Yeah, what's happening? We've done this finally, before. This is finally, they go to give her her first bath or whatever, you know, and she, and she cries and, and freaks out. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, you talk about somebody who doesn't care. It literally started at birth. Yeah, as soon as she absolutely. came out, she was like, oh, great, this is cool. You know, no big deal. <laughs> this is what's happening now. Right, yeah, so uh, it's, it's funny. But, yeah, now it uh, gets to the point you actually asked about the difference in discipline. Um, we did uh, – we, we were hard on, on Reagan. You know, first kid, obviously I was expecting a boy. And uh, my dad being a coach and a heavy disciplinarian, we always thought – I always thought that, you know, discipline was key and it was this and that. And then girls come and you're like, well, what's appropriate with girls? You know, can you, can you spank? Can you do this? You know, do you yell? What, what, you know, I've yelled at girls before and they just get pissed off. Right. You know, my wife doesn't take <laughs> yeah, to that very she well. She doesn't so, like it. Yeah. I'm like, well, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, you, there's a learning curve, right. And um, we, we did well with Reagan. I think she's a good, a good kid. And so we're thinking, well, you know, four years, we got this thing down and, Skylar is completely different. And so there is, there's dif differences in the way that we, that we discipline, you know, there's more alone time for Skylar is a big deal. Oh, right. So interesting. Ra Reagan, Reagan, she didn't care. Right. I mean, if <laughs> you, if cool. you sent her to the corner, she's playing with a, a piece of the, the um, stuff on the wall, you know, yeah. Skylar, I mean, that freaks her out. Wow. You know, now both of them can play separately, but when she knows that she's in trouble, alone time's a big deal. Right. Uh, but uh, we we do we have the wooden spoon. You have to you have to spank a little bit. There's, I think and there's, the there's still the, the wooden spoon. There. Half the time it's just the threat. Yeah, I mean yeah. yeah. It's it, I'm going to get the wooden spoon. 
that's enough half the time, right? Oh, they're, this is serious. Right, yeah. Like they're, your they're doctor's go talking to done. you guys. Like, Absolutely. Oh, I understand how serious this is now. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it's just the idea of, oh, wow, I'm really in trouble now. And, yeah. and they go they go get to it. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that kind of covers the, the idea of uh, them being different and understanding from a dad's standpoint of you got to figure out what this kid is going to uh, – what they're going to react to and respond to versus this kid who's completely different. You know, whether they're both girls and live in the same house and came from the same parents or not. Yeah, whatever the situation different is. People. Yeah, so. That's interesting. Galan, I'm, I'm wondering from you, because I've never, I don't know if we've ever had this conversation, but were you guys expecting a girl? Did you yeah. want a boy or did you want a girl or did you guys know it was? We, we didn't have a preference either way when it came down to what it was going to be. We just wanted to know that, baby. We, that we could plan. Yeah, a healthy baby. Had, had, you yeah. Thought in your, had you thought in your mind, like, well, if I had a boy, this is what I think would be cool. If I had a girl, this is what I think would be cool. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to a boy and, like, you know, the, oh, yeah, let's, you know, I wanted to be athletic. And because, and, I mean, my dad was good at sports. Until you played I, baseball until for I a broke my, Until I broke my arm, I was, yeah, I was actually a really good baseball player. So I'm like, that would be really cool. But if they, the same thing I, with Elliot, I heard though. that you could uh, hit a baseball over a mountain. <laughs> hit the football over a mountain if I try hard enough. That's cool. Right? Um, but yeah, so it's you know when when she came, I'm like, okay, well, cool. Like, girls can still be athletic. Like, you know, there's not as lucrative. Like, she's not going to score a 120 million dollar, <laughs> uh, you know, baseball thing, and, and I'm going to be able to retire at 50 because she's going to take care of me. But you know, it's like I wasn't like, oh man, I'm disappointed. It was. But it was, she's going to be able to play professional woman's soccer and only have to have a, ha- a part time job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and then goes to the the Olympics. But it's a. Uh, just. But you know, it, it's it was it was interesting just trying to decide like how am I going to do it differently? And I'm like, outside of what could happen when they're teenagers, I'm not going to do it any differently. Ellie doesn't play with Barbies. She plays with Legos, Minecraft toys. Um, no, she does do My Little Pony a little bit, but. I, you know, our, our approach to parenting and discipline and all that didn't change because she was a girl. We had names already set out because I'm a, I'm a second. So if like if she was a boy, then we already had it decided that she was going to be Eddie the Third. It was the girl's name because Teresa says I like bitch names. So it's like, <laughs> like I won't list them in case we have li- listeners, but it's like They'd Teresa. Name their daughter yeah, Teresa that, has yeah. Teresa has a list of names, and it's just I think they're people that and she experienced with that. She just has bad experience. I actually told her, I was like, I'd, up until I met her, I had never met a nice Teresa. Every Teresa I had ever met was a bitch. Like, even ones we went to high school with, ones I had met outside of it, people I had met from online. And she's like, wow, that makes me feel really good about my name. Thanks. I know you, you guys know? don't remember, but you actually talked about naming uh, in another oh, podcast. Oh, God, yeah. I don't there, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, I had this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's just, yeah, so it's, it, it's interesting. Can you talk about, you know, like, Skylar not caring – and Reagan wanting things to be in it. And Ellie kind of falls somewhere in the middle of that. You know, it's today at, at QT, we were getting drinks, and she just comes up to the ice maker and just pushes the button, so ice goes everywhere. And I'm like, Ellie Grace Aldaco. And then I glared at her, and she just, dude, Niagara Falls started immediately in the store. She, like, went, kneeled down on the floor, like, she was upset all because i raised my voice yeah. you know and, and just, the, just the look and, I, and then so teresa came in and swooped in and was the good she played good cop that time and was like <laughs> you know you made a mess so someone else is gonna have to pick that up i had to pick that up but if i hadn't and if i hadn't been around then someone that's working here would have had to pick that up and 
you know, well, it's it, a good it, lesson. It, it, yeah, but it's just teaching her that it's like I'm like you need to think about what you do. Like you're four years old. I expect you. I expect more from you. I expect you to think about it. it disappoints me. You can use that that awesome parent D word. It disappoints me when you do that because I've seen you do much better. And it's a lot of it's a threat. I haven't had to spank her since she was out of diapers, but it's just the threat of it's like if I'm gonna bust your ass, and and that's a whole <laughs> other conversation, like it's a whole other podcast episode. But sure. it's it's. The whole thing is, is I, I, and it goes back to what we talked to Tom about last episode, is I'm not Ellie's friend. It's not my job to be her friend. It's my job to raise her to be a decent individual. Yeah. She doesn't have to be a good person. She just needs to be decent because being decent in this world is, that's considerably better than average. You know, yeah. that's, I mean, the world is full of shitty people. As long as she's not shitty, like, she's, I'm doing a good job being a parent. Right. I want to I wanna go back. So, something you said reminded me of something I want to talk to Elliot about because you were talking about, you know, the whole dad sports yeah. issue with sons and things. And a, a conversation I'd had, Elliot, with you and your, your wife before was about how – sort of alludes back to how you were talking about for 55 years in your family line, all, all guys. Yeah. Your dad's a coach. You were heavy into sports. Always, still a huge sports fan, following college and professional sports and stuff. In in your mind, how much had you sort of mentally prepared for for that with your your son, and how has that altered and changed now that you have two girls? So we're just gonna make the girls play football. I mean, what the hell awesome. are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. You're like you're like. There's no <laughs> difference. Yeah. Hey man. No, it, it's it, it's it's actually been. Um, so, I mean, you have active completely girls. Completely anyway. different. Yeah. No, they, they are active. But uh, but yeah, you're right. I had always envisioned just because that was how we were, right? My brother and I, my dad, everybody played college football. It was a it was a thing, right? This is what you do. And uh, you know, I was a four sport athlete in high school. Uh, I say athlete very carefully now, but I <laughs> played broadly? four sports, yeah, right? Yeah. That's so. Funny. Um, but we, yeah, it was an expectation, right? I thought that there was going to be a boy. We didn't, you know, unlike you, Galan, we didn't, um, we didn't want to find out what it was. And we really thought it was a boy, but we didn't go through the, um, we did not go through the podcast or the, uh, the opportunity of looking at the, uh, the ultrasound to figure out oh, if it yeah, was a boy yeah. or a girl. Um, and people found it hard to buy things for us. They bought <laughs> yellow and green and brown and things yeah. like that, it's actually, you know, just in case. I'll have to go back to the ultrasound in a second because it's, it's really funny like, how we found out, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I, it, was, it was interesting when the doctor said, you know, you have a healthy baby when Reagan came out. We literally had to ask him if it was a boy or a girl. Right. And he wasn't ready for that. And so he, you know, it's a girl. And Leslie literally said, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny because it definitely wasn't our expectation. But, um, yeah, so Reagan is very athletic. In the, She plays volleyball. She's really good at it, actually. She's been playing now for two years. Um, and she plays the piano, which, boy or girl, you know, I, sure. I would love to have a boy that knows how to play piano. That's one of those things that I, I would have wished that I could have done. Uh you know, for a boy, that's how you get chicks, right? Sure. You know how to. Yeah. You know, well, that's what they tell me. But I was a musician, and I mean, here I am. Well, you know, it's 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 you. But <laughs> oh, oh, right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love you, John. Your default settings. So, there's some things. Suck, John. <laughs> there's some things that musicianship can't overcome. How's so. how's how's your piano game? Let's just it's, we'll, we'll it's ask weak. that. So okay, point. there you go. Good yeah, point. Yeah. All right. So um, with Skylar, she's she's uh, probably even more athletic, and she's actually already in dance. She was. 
invited to be on a uh, company dance team already. That's really uh, nice. Just from going to a mommy and daddy and me dance class, and the the owner of the dance studio saw her dancing and thought she needs to be on a team. And uh, so cool. she's been in competitions already and oh, won, wow. won medals and trophies and the whole that's, thing. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It's, it's really it's cute. Out, it's yeah, outstanding it's, to, yeah. to see the girls do something that's active and, um, you know, stimulating and, and makes them want to be a part of a team and things like that. And that's always yeah. been, I mean, boy, girl, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the, the team and the camaraderie and things like that that come from yeah. uh, from a part of the sports it it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. Right. I mean, I, now I will tell you though, even wanting a boy, I am so glad that I had girls. Really? Because life is totally different than what I thought it was going to be, and I think that that makes the adventure that much better because I am totally blessed to have girls. It's made me softer. It's made me have a bigger heart and be able to open up more to my wife. Oh wow. And you know things that I think if I would have had boys. There would have been that that man mentality still, where I was still hard and and I, I hate to say cold, milk. but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that type of thing. So, I think having girls made it uh, made it uh, made me better for sure. Wow, just as a person. Yeah. And see, what's interesting is having having Ellie. Like Ellie doesn't prefer me. I'm not the preferred parent. I haven't been, and that's another conversation for a different podcast of how do you cope with that. But if anything, that's made me embrace the. I don't want to say manly dad because I'm not I'm not necessarily like traditionally manly brawny kind of thing, but it's it's made me in, brawny. In, it's like paper towels. Yeah, like paper like towels. Like a lumberjack guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's it's made me like want to like step up that that father figure that harden a little bit to be that. It's just interesting hearing you say that. It's hard to it's hard to put into words, but it's it's made me kind of look at at how am I in, in ways more feminine? How can I be a stronger oh, I figure? I can tell you. I can. It does. <laughs> the list ways. goes on and on, <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's made me want to, it just made me reassess. So it's like you, it's, it's made me reassess. Like, how can I be a positive male influence on this kid? And that's one of the things that we've touched on, maybe talked about a little bit is, and we talked, I think about it with uh, Pete Delkus, which will be in, in a future episode is just like the male influence, the influence of a good male role model. Is and, and I think it was the first episode you talked about. That's something that you feel might be missing a little bit in our world. Is a lot. A, in is our world. yeah, and it's like I want I want to be that for. I wanted to show that men, a man can be, and in, put in, in, insert word right. Um, and and that's something that I hadn't thought about really before. And so it's interesting, like having a girl, like having a boy would. It, I mean, I would be a very different dad with a boy than I am Absolutely. with with Ellie. Um, but it's just interesting. It's it, it, it's something I take away from any episode, especially an episode where we have a guest. Is it makes me think who and what I am as a dad, and how what what can I do different? What can I do? Not necessarily what I'm doing is wrong, but how can I incorporate that and make myself a better father? How can I approach a situation differently? Whether it's discipline or sports or being supportive or whatever, it's. It's it's interesting, and yes, you have to be a different way if you have if you have a girl, just because there are naturally there are things that just naturally occur that girls are different than boys, you know, whether it's it's physical, emotional, whatever it might be. Send your emails to go on at, at detoxpodcast.com. Yes, please. But you know, it, it's just, it's just interesting. Um, they react and respond very yeah, differently no, no. than what a boy would. Yeah, well, it's like for, for Ellie just to stop and and break down in QT like. 
Okay, well, that I came on way too strong with the discipline there because I did not need to go that far. Yeah. A boy might have thrown the piece of ice at you, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. There's a picked difference. It up, yeah. You know, hey, oh, that was a great, that was a great curveball, kid. Way to go, good job. I, you know, <laughs> all is forgiven. Yeah, but um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so that's just that's uh, interesting. Like Ellie's very active. She's she wants to do. I think Ellie Therese wants to put her in tumbling because she's very sure she's a very active kid, and and I want to put her in martial arts because of the discipline, because of the the dojo. Kind of like it's not a team necessarily, but you're with other kids. You're learning with other kids. You're supporting them in, in the 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 traits and everything that, that come with the well, responsibility. You should do both. You should do both. Oh yeah, no, yeah. They'll, they'll, just, they'll help each yeah. other absolutely. But yeah. my, just, my dad put us in in martial arts at a young age because he knew exactly what that would do, both for the discipline factor, right. the respect, and yeah. then the. I don't know if you know this or not, but the more limber you are, the faster you are. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that the, the fact that you stretch all yeah. the time and, yeah. and have a very limber body, your muscles get longer and leaner yeah. in martial arts. And so yeah. you actually end up being faster. Um, and, and for me, as a defensive end, it made my hands a lot faster, too. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it was really cool to, to have that as a part of the things that my dad pointed out as, you know, you guys, y'all need to be a part of this. So right. from a really young age until we were in high school, we were both in martial arts. And it wasn't because my dad wanted us to fight. Yeah, it was because he wanted the the discipline, the respect, and yeah. the and the uh, flexibility. Yep. Well, you you guys were. This is how's this for a segue? Uh, no, we're talking about how active uh, <laughs> you kid you guys kids are and and how much energy they, energy they have. And it reminds me, Elliot, of, of a conversation, a couple of conversations that I've I've had with you in the past, um, and something that I've talked to Joe and Galan on uh, about on the podcast before. But that is. Uh, sort of the the idea my fear of when i've been around your kids before like the first time i can think about the, well i don't know for instance like they're, i feel like they're little daredevils like they have sure. no fear and if reagan's on a swing it's like higher 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 and i'm just like what happens if she falls from 10 feet in the air and like one time after we uh, ate dinner at some restaurant we're out in front and there's like this overhang that has these big cement pillars supporting it up on this this like concrete whatever like walkway that has like a nine inch drop down into the asphalt parking lot with those whatever they are those uh cement like they're like speed bumps but to where you drive your car up to it what is it you know what i'm talking about parking oh, yeah, to like keep the, you from yeah. jumping up on the, the yeah. parking curb yeah, yeah like the yeah. parking yeah. curbs and uh they're just running around and they're wearing like whatever pretty dainty like footwear or whatever like girl sandals or whatever yeah. they're just like running around having fun so full of energy and i'm just sitting there thinking like they're one trip away from a terrible injury and i'm asking you like are you are you nervous or anxious about that at all and i remember your response i just i'm paraphrasing here but your response was something like no they're they're built tough kids are resilient it's going to yeah. be okay that's just part of life or whatever in me i'm freaking out in my mind just thinking of the worst case scenario uh so i, I don't know is that something <laughs> that you just always had just realizing like they're going to be that that way or was that something that sort of developed in you after you just it's funny because i don't know like, I'm not sure if that started as, okay, I'm a parent and I understand that that kids aren't really that breakable. And if they do break an arm or whatever, we'll go to the emergency room and deal with it, right? It's like part of I, life. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that came from after being a parent or if that just comes from me being me, right? Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, the idea for me is, and you already said it, they're resilient. They'll bounce back. Um, 
I had a friend one time that actually said that, you know, the great part about a kid getting hurt is that all of a sudden you get to be a hero. <laughs> and so that's, that's funny. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's ever a, a thing that you think in your mind, like, oh, you're just waiting wait on the next skinned knee, like, right? Like, Dad needs some brownie points. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but that was something that was actually discussed. Like leave a banana pill on the ground. Exactly. I hope yeah. she slips and skins that knee so I can fix it up and be a hero. Well, that's funny, but, too, because – just talking about that, it's like you get the chance to go into dad mode and remain calm and take control of the situation and, and yeah. reassure them and everything. And a, a, another conversation I had about you was a story that you told about a, a pretty – well, I, I guess a shocking, scary injury that, that Reagan had one time when she was running in you guys' bedroom when she was – Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can you just talk about that? And, sure, and yeah. So and, and it's the bad part is is that you know you get that the, the good parent, bad parent all in the same story, right? And, and whatever anybody wants to say is a bad parent. Um, she was sleepy. Uh, had gotten in trouble. She did something, and I can't even tell you now what it was because the rest of the situation trumps whatever that was, obviously. Right. Uh, she got in trouble. We made her we, we made her stand in the corner, right? Yeah. And she cried in the corner and almost fell asleep standing in the corner. Oh, wow. And, you know, and, and this is, I don't know who parents, who makes up the rules, whatever, but we generally have had a rule so far that they stand in the corner for the number of minutes for how old they are. Uh, she was two years old, so she only stood right. in the corner for two minutes, right? Uh, when the two minutes was up, we called her out. And when we called her out, she turned and sprinted back towards us because she knew, I'm not in trouble anymore. I'm right. out. And uh, as a part of the sprint, she hits a rug in our bedroom and slips. And the first thing that hit was the corner of her eye on our wooden bed. And so she now has a boxer's scar over yeah. her right eye. And uh, it, it does. It looked like she got got decked in a 15-round bout. Um, immediately split and open. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it split her wide open. Absolutely. So, I mean, you could see the bone there above the above the eyebrow. And, um, you know, I, and, and like you said, it's so funny how fast you can react, how fast you can move as a parent as opposed to what you thought you had before. Uh, before I can even think of what happened, I know that I was in the bathroom with a wash rag that was already wet. Right. I dampened it, but I didn't realize I did it. Yeah. And I was and I was holding the wound closed and had the 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 uh, wash rag over it. And we got her in the car and took her to the emergency room. Uh, the emergency rooms now they have iPads and iPhones and things and they let the kids watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or yeah. whatever while they're doing the stitches. She never even cried about it. Wow. After the initial shock, right? Right, she, you're scared. She, she cried scared when she got hurt, and, and yeah. we're we're scared. So of course we impound the, yeah. we, we make it even yeah, worse, she's like, right? Yeah, why are these like, people oh, wait, under my bed? They're rocks scared, scared, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're scared, there it makes it even worse for them, and, but yeah, I mean she handled it like a champ, you know. And of course they give you a, an ice cream pop or whatever at the emergency room, and that was really cool for her. And then, uh, she, she walks out and is 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 just fine yeah right i mean they're so resilient they, they bounce back so fast and um and, and we really haven't we really haven't had any major injuries right but that was the one that like you said it really stands out you know it was it was something that you just you 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 hop up so fast we had you just go into dad you know, mode we we had a uh, we've got this wine cellar thing this uh, big metal wine rack in our kitchen and uh, she would climb on it about the same age. <laughs> oh, dude, and so she's crazy. climbing on this metal wine rack. And we've told her, right, don't climb on that. It's going to fall over. You're going to get hurt. And I'm across the – there's about a six-foot area there uh, where we have a little bar. It's like our breakfast bar. And I'm sitting there in a chair one morning, and she, she finally – she climbs up on it high enough to where it falls over. 
And it's unreal how fast you are. My wife still talks about how quickly I got over there to stop it from falling on top of her. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. I wish six I had the $6 million. million. Dollar man. <laughs> I wish I had the $6 million. No, it, it, but it is. It, it's funny. As, as a dad, uh, when something is uh, bad is about to happen or has just happened, yeah. it, you just you move faster. Well, it's, it, it's unreal. There was, you know, there, there's, there's two injuries that, or two situations that Ellie's had. Um, one, like she was going and she went like head first into, um, my office chair. Like okay. it was loud, like the way it smacked. And now she has a dent in her forehead, like in the skin of her forehead, like <laughs> her perfectly unblemished forehead is this little dent from where she hit it. Like got a big old goose egg and it never went to where we had to take her to the hospital. But, um, and then the other one is we were eating Mexican food and we were having the chips and she was eating a chip and she starts doing the gasping for air. Like she couldn't. And man, like I, it took me like it seems like slow motion where I look around and no one, no one's paying attention. Like Teresa looks freaked out, and before I knew it, I had her up on my arm, hitting her back. Out it came. She cried. Like the little girl that was in the seat over was freaked out, and I was perfectly fine until I sat down. And then I'm like, oh, it shit. Like, and then the other day we were at, at Applebee's and she started choking on a cheese stick, but she just reached in and yeah. And I think she was calm about it. And I think the fact that when something's gone wrong, we've remained calm almost every time. So what I do with her is if she hurts herself, I pick her up and I say, breathe. Like the other day she was trying to swing on like a pencil thin branch somehow to swing outside of a, a wrought iron chair she was standing on. And of course the d- little dumbass like, falls hits her head on the chair <laughs> of course. like of course. And, and of course yeah. she comes she comes yeah. running crying and it's like i pick her up i'm like just breathe yeah I'm it's like, funny in, that you do in, that we do yeah. the same thing okay. take in a deep breath your nose, in take your nose breath. hold yeah. it out people, through your mouth people we that may be listening thing. to us for the first time galan actually loves his daughter oh yeah absolutely love my kid <laughs> but it's like i mean it, i mean it's like a, it's just a very dumbass thing to yeah. do yeah. but Kids it's do like stupid things but it's just it's it's teaching her to breathe and it's like if you breathe you concentrate on breathing it takes your mind away from the injury, I'm like, it hurts. Yes, it hurts. I understand. Do this. It will take. Yeah. It it will help. And I don't. You can't explain. It's like, oh, it's your you're concentrating on something else, so yeah. your brain's not focusing. But she understands, and so it's less of, less of Ellie breathe, and she's like, I'm breathing, Dad. You know, and she That's knows. Awesome. So it's yeah. We tell them the it, same thing. Yeah, take you, a deep breath. Don't Just take a deep breath. Like you said, if you yeah. freak out, it will make it worse. Absolutely. They they will freak out far more, and it it just. It becomes less physical, more mental, and when you add mental pain, you know, or what you think is mental or whatever, however that works, words. The, the six like, inches between yeah. your ears is the most powerful thing Dude, that you've uh, got going on. Oh, six sure. inches yeah. in the next case, man. I got, there's, I got a tiny pea brain up there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, we're going to be right back with Elliot to continue talking, and, and Elliot, two really things I think that have applied to a lot of dads' situations is the whole issue where we talk about modesty versus body image and, and all of that stuff and then also uh, how your work situations changed and what's what that means for your family i think that's a pretty much a universal consideration for dads everywhere so we'll be right back to hit on those topics stay with us Back with Elliot Sylvie, guest dad, <laughs> and uh, Elliot. Actually, something interesting that you were talking about off mic that uh, I I thought was good because it's going to segue into this next thing is you were talking about daddy issues, right? And what was it that you said about that? 
Well, I just I feel like it's funny because everybody says, well, that person has daddy issues. Well, I, I think that everybody in some form or fashion has daddy issues. And it doesn't have to be such a, a negative connotation, whether, you know, obviously some daddy issues are very, very negative. Um, I think that everybody has some sort, you know, it, like I was, Daddy I was went saying. Daddy for groceries, never came home. Well, right. That yeah, one, that one may one. be a negative yeah, one, a right? One. Yeah. <laughs> but But the idea is, is that some of it could just be, you know, your daddy issue might just be that you never want to be with a guy that's a hard ass because your dad was such a hard ass or, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. I think that that's just, uh, it, some of that's just going to be natural. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought I thought the, another interesting point you made about that. It's like just deciding what daddy issue you want them to have, right? <laughs> Which I, I thought is interesting. Like, no, no, no. We're she's gonna come with some baggage. We just got to make sure it's hopefully the best, healthiest baggage. Right. It's like a fanny sure. pack baggage instead of like a seven piece luggage baggage. Exactly. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So that's funny oh. because uh, the next thing I did want to talk about because I had this conversation with you and your wife last time we were over, and it's something that had never even occurred to me. Uh, when it, when it comes to thinking about how to raise a child, and that was you were talking about. Okay, you you have daughters, absolutely, and your oldest daughter just came home from it was like a, I think it was another swim party or something. No, she, it's or first first grade. It was actually at school. First yeah. grade. Okay, so can can you explain the the issue that brought this up that you guys were talking to me about? Yeah, no, it was just um, there were you know I, I guess there's. 10 or 12 girls in her class of 21 students and um, one of the girls had said something about uh, her weight you know about being fat or something and and she's not. I mean these are these are seven and and it wasn't about Reagan it was oh, it was, the, it was the little girl, oh, talking, little girl about talking about herself, about herself. yeah okay, cool, gotcha. and um, and you know and you don't know what other moms say to their kids what the other moms say about themselves in front of their kids right. and it's something that Leslie and I have been really really careful about right I mean, neither one of us are, are uh, you know, at the weight that we want to be at, but we don't walk around talking about it, right? Right. And we make for damn sure that we don't say it in front of the girls. And so this little girl at school had talked about how she was fat and she didn't like the way she looked. And, and Reagan came home and one of the first things that she said to her mother was, I'm fat. I, you know, I don't like the way I looked or this doesn't fit. And it blew us both away because we were just completely gosh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... Yeah, the idea was, well, you can't shelter a child from the world, right? It's, it's just not going to happen. You can't do it. And so we had a discussion about, you know, why that's in that connotation is not important. What we want you to feel is important is that you're healthy. You know, if you feel like in some way that you may be uh, in, look in a certain way that you personally don't like, then, you know, there's ways that you can healthily take care of that right and and so it's we we had to discuss she said she wanted to go on a diet and we're like no you're seven years you're old seven, there's no such growing. thing yeah. your diet is what you eat right so right. yeah we can we can help you mommy and daddy are going to help you eat healthy right because we need to be eating healthy anyway right. it, we're not putting anybody on a diet and i couldn't even believe that you know the diet came out of a seven-year-old's mouth right that, I mean, yeah but it's with girls you have to understand that that at some point that's going to come up, right? It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's it's an yeah, emotional like, thought that comes to their heads. I'm fat, but because there's it's seven this whole old. like um, common beauty standard or whatever <laughs> that, that people have an interest in perpetuating because it makes people money. Sure. Right. Well, and thank God this day and age, I mean, there's there's actually people that are out there uh, creating opportunities for for folks that 
that don't fit the so-called standard Heroin. of what beauty yeah. is supposed to look like, right? Totally. And so for us, you know, the big thing is just talk to her about the fact that what somebody else says is what you should look like doesn't matter. Like, it, you are going to look like what God tells you you're going to look like. And there's certain ways, again, you know, screw the word diet. There's certain ways that you can eat healthy and be healthy. And if you actually move, right, you won't be what you feel is fat or whatever. But everybody's idea of what's fat and what's skinny and what's this or that, it's all different anyway, right? Sure. I mean, that one, one girl might not think she's fat until she's a you know, this much weight. And another girl might think she's fat at this much weight or whatever. And, and <laughs> so, also like, I, I feel like there's guys out there that are like, same, I, yeah. I like, Oh, I like a girl that's like this. I like a girl that's like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like like, yeah. yeah. And, and so for me, you know, and, and I hate that we're even having to talk about it, you know, that it's a seven year old. Right. Yeah. But, like, isn't that crazy? But yeah, 17 it, would be one thing. Seven well, right. Or right. And so it was something that she brought home from school yeah. and, and we've done the private school thing. We're now trying out public school, but private school was just as bad. There were, there were other things that were, that were being brought home. And, uh, and so that's another struggle as a parent that, you know, you can do another yeah. whole podcast on private school versus public school. But uh, we have been really fortunate with, how great she's been as a student and so for her to bring home that type of an idea uh, was really was really hard on us and so we had to have a you know a sit-down conversation with her and then also a separate sit-down conversation with just Leslie and I about you know where do we want this to go because right. it, it's it's there now right I mean it, right yeah it's in the uh, mix yeah it's a so, consideration you have to think about so you know I mean we we never obviously we never want to have uh, you know one of our children have any type of disorders or anything like that because of yeah. something that they heard of right and, and that's what I was uh, yeah I was going to ask you about about that next because w- you talked about and I thought one of the interesting thing was things was you're talking about the balance of look I, I want to promote her to be healthy and happy but at the same t- and part of that is it's the same time at some point I want my daughters to be able to feel pretty and desired and attractive right. and, and like where's the balance there and if we say anything in we throw our whatever authority or our, our um, I don't know what you say it like like our influence into this situation are we accidentally saying something that's going to turn in to a problem later on that we didn't anticipate or didn't intend or don't even know about for a long time right yeah I mean, it's it's funny because you end up figuring out how careful you need to be with your words and what you're willing to talk about and you hate to not want to be willing to talk to your child about whatever it is right whatever the issue up, is yeah, right whatever thinking about. Um, and so I think that would be one of my things just to tell dads is just be really careful. You know, think about what you're going to say before you just start spouting off at the mouth because uh, it can turn into something and, and you don't want it to, right? I mean, I, obviously, I tell my girls every day, every single day, I tell my girls that I'm proud of them and I tell them that they're beautiful or pretty every day, no matter what. Um, and it's, it's funny because they always smile at me, you know, if they're, if it's just in passing, you know, they might not say thank you or whatever, but they always smile. They always feel it. And I think that that's really important because they change. Like, I mean, they, both of them look completely different today than what they looked a year ago. And so for them to hear every day, and I'm, it's every day, you're beautiful or you're pretty. And also that I'm proud of them. And I think that just that alone isn't going to do it 
But I think right. that it goes a long way for them to understand that even – because they know they're changing. Right? I mean, they, we've got pictures on the wall. They know that they've changed. But no matter how they've changed, no matter how they look now versus the way that they looked a year ago, Daddy always tells us that we're beautiful. And I think that that's a huge difference in, you know, maybe that somebody that doesn't hear that and then they go to school and somebody yeah. says, I'm fat. And you think, oh, my gosh, well, I look just like that girl, so that means I'm fat. Yeah. Well, but in the back of their mind, she can go back to – my daddy says I'm beautiful every single day, you know, and I just, I, to all the dads out there, make sure that you tell your child that they are beautiful. You know, I think, I think it's interesting because Ellie sees like my wife and I are not, I mean, obviously there's pictures posted on our our thing. It's like, I am not a small dude at all. And you know, my wife and I have both struggled with our weight and Teresa or for Ellie to see that. I mean, there've been times where she's like, when I, when I grow up, I want to be fat like you and mommy. And it's like, no, you don't, but it's not, we don't approach it from like a fat shaming <laughs> like kind of she thing. she said that? Yeah, like she said it on multiple occasions <laughs> because she thinks that that's what, that's what we are in, in like my she mom. She just wants you know? to be like mom yeah, and dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's you know, hilarious though. And it's, it's, it's like, no, you don't. And so we've had the conversation of daddy has diabetes. Like I can't go and run and play and do what you do. I can't jog because my doctor says that I will absolutely destroy my body. And you, you know, you want to go up to the track and jog. Like my doctor has ordered me not to do that. Yeah, it's very conflicting, right? Yeah, and it's and it's. But our whole thing is, it, it goes to what you're saying is like we want you to be healthy. Yeah. You know, we don't care if you. Well, we care, but it's like if you want to have cheese and crackers, or she wants to uh, to do what John and I used to call the goodness almost 20 years ago when we were spraying like beef jerky with. Uh, like string or like the cheese out of a bottle mm. or whatever. Hashtag white trash warning. That <laughs> sounds <laughs> really good. It, it is so good. <laughs> so but good. But it's like we would Dude, do like, that, like you, you're giving away all our white I trash know. secrets. The squeeze, the squeeze cheese. The squeeze, squeeze cheese. cheese. Yes, yeah, it was absolutely. so good. But it's like she's had that and she's like, oh my god, this is so good. Like this look in her face is like when like Gollum sees the ring or whatever, and it's like his eyes just her eyes just get so big. And, or it's like she wants to have uh, jelly beans or whatever, and it's like you can have that, but at the same time you need to have – why don't you have some baby carrots or why don't you have like balancing and, and finding ways for her to eat healthy. The fact that she says her favorite food is peas and broccoli, like, okay, we're doing something right. Right. But it's Absolutely. it's the whole thing of like if you're going to be – being healthy is the most important thing. If you're healthy, your body can do this. You can go and you can swim and you can run and you can jump and you can tumble and you can do that. You can play the drums – you know, you can do all of this, but if you are unhealthy, you can't do all that. And so it's, I don't want to ever shame my daughter and be like, wow, you look really fat in that dress. Because it's like, if I wouldn't say that to my wife, I certainly surely shouldn't say it to my daughter. Absolutely. My wife would annihilate me. But, <laughs> you know, but out of respect, it's like, I, it, it's, I want to respect my kid. And, you know, well, it's, part of the thing is you guys have to model how a man should respect a, right. a woman to your yeah. daughters, which is oh, interesting. I, we, we, and we go over the top with that sometimes. You know, I, it, as, a, as, as an early dating couple, uh, I always opened every single door for Leslie. And um, after we got married, and, and I hate the idea of got comfortable or whatever, but, you know, we kind of settled into the marriage and things, and she's been opening her own door a little bit here and there. But... Um, <laughs> uh, about two or three years ago, it was probably right before Skylar was born, uh, I opened a door for, for Reagan and Leslie said, you see, Reagan, you need to make sure that boys always open the door for you. And so I've made it a point since then. Like I always, I, I, I always open doors for the girls. I, I get gas for Leslie. She doesn't have to 
go get gas. I mean, she knows how. She's an adult, thirty yeah. however years old, um, and and so she knows how to get gas. But somewhere, Leslie's will, Jedi senses just went off and felt she felt a disturbance in the forest. I will, when you're I like will 30 liter- something. I will literally, uh, <laughs> you know, the night before I'm going to leave or something like that to go to work. I'll I'll take her car and go down to QT and get gas in it and bring it back. She has a full tank of gas while I'm gone. Um, and it's and it, it, it I don't know that it was anything that and, and a bunch of dads just went screw you. No, <laughs> what's funny is is for the majority of our relationship, Teresa has always gotten the gas. Like I'll sit and I sit in the car and and I don't know when it started or how it got perpetuated, but she if we're in the car, she gets out and pumps gas, and I've well mix it up next time. Yeah, and what's funny is is wait wait slow down, mix it up next time and see if you get brownie points for it. Yeah, I won't get brownie points from her. You know her ever. For I, open, for doing that, no. I think she's reasonable. If oh. I, you have to frame it right, no, oh, right. But it's what's funny is like when <laughs> completely when, dismissed yeah, it, yeah, completely. When, <laughs> like I opened doors just because that's the way I was raised. But I opened doors yeah, for anybody. Me too. Yeah. But I, I think I did her car door once, and she gave me this the look of like, Uh-oh. what the heck are you doing? You've got like, one of these women well, lippers. No, she's from issue. she's from a, but she's from St. Louis, so she's m- but more north. So she's okay. more, she has more of the. The northern uh, mentality, whereas like in southern, it's like that, that's just being a southern gentleman kind of thing. Yeah. Opening doors, saying yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, please, thank you, you're welcome. All the the manners that we do as Texans that make us all whatever. She wants to I make mean, that's just that is so foreign to her that it's like if I were to open her car door for her or whatever, like she'd be like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. you My I daughters th- expect it now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, they do. Yeah, and that, that's that. And, and the whole thing is like that's perfectly okay, but at the same time, for that, it's just like. That's in a way foreign to me because, and I've done that with previous relationships, and that went nowhere, straight into the ground. Um, <laughs> but it's it, opening it's just, a door doesn't just, make you not an asshole. But it's just fourteen years of of, or almost fourteen years of one way. It's like it's so foreign to me now. Sure. And it's like in the fact to that have if, to if, try to think about that. And, and if I were to do that, and, and Teresa would be like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you on my side of the car?" You I feel know. like that's that's a marketing issue you have though. We need you need copywriting help to get the right scripts to say in those situations to where it turns it around in your favor. You just talked way over. Okay, my... we'll t- we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk off my. That, that like made my stomach hurt just thinking about all those terms, <laughs> man. Okay. I'm sorry. And by the way, don't listen to what I say because I'm not married. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, well, you're you, not married. What do you know? You can't tell me the first thing about being married because you're not married. That's you spoke true. right. We're going to talk right about to my that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You uh, spoke right to my business heart there, though. I'm right. I'm a customer yeah, service kind of guy. Yeah. You want me to say I'm happy to help you with that, or I can definitely look into that for you? You might have a place hold for a couple minutes, like. Those are strengths too. A Those couple of minutes, my ass, right? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, I actually will come back because normally I'm, I've been escalated too. Ah, so there I'm we like, go. like when I had someone waiting 20 minutes for another department, and I've gone back like five times to check in and be like, I'm really sorry about the long wait. I'm not sure like what's taking so long. Yeah. And they're like, I really appreciate that. I'm like, oh man, if you're doing basic customer service and people are like, wow, that that's impressive. That's just that's just sad. A sad statement for this level of customer service we provide in this country. No, you bet. No, absolutely. That's a wholly different conversation that that's far more boring than listening to me talk about <laughs> yeah. being a dad. I was say, what customer service that we provide in this country? Yeah. yeah. No. There's none. No, we outsource that, guys. Uh, <laughs> before we before we leave the, the body image issues wow. uh, and, and get onto your, your work situation, your okay. career. Speaking of work uh, and business mind and everything. Yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to it. But before, because I, I, I wanted to talk about the issue, I wanted to touch on when we talk about body image. Also, sort of the idea of modesty and what you guys have to impart to your oh, daughters man, about good. that. Because I think that also plays in to body image and, and what's appropriate for them while they, 
you still want them to feel pretty and desirable and feminine and everything. I just had to watch it and just talked about it because we just came back. I told you guys we were at a birthday party for an eight-year-old little girl today. So uh, these swim parties, right? Right. My daughters do not wear a bikini. And some of the other little girls do. And that's fine. Their their parents parent them. But, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the modesty goes, I, I don't think that a seven-year-old should be wearing a bikini. So... Um, she does have a couple of the two-piece bathing suits with the, uh, like my wife calls it a tankini, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's got the tank, tank top, top yeah, on yeah. the top and, and, and it's fine. Um, you know, bathing suits are bathing suits, whatever it is. But, you know, I just, with the modesty, you know, the, the girls at school wear skirts and, you know, they have to be a certain length, but you've got the skirts with the shorts under them and the ones that don't. And we always buy the ones with the shorts, right? I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that for me, not only do I want her to have a modesty and a conservative um, feel when it comes to, to the body, um, just for, I think that it just, it gives her an opportunity to be more in charge of her body and when somebody gets to see it versus the idea of, you know, the, well, if it's already out there, everybody's already seen it, right? I mean, I, <laughs> and, and chat. Yeah, well, and it, it comes back to one of the conversations that we had earlier that, uh, you know, there's certain things that from our pasts that we've looked at and seen and understand, and not even our past, just what we see on television or what we see, um, you know, in, you just said Snapchat or you're one of the social yeah. media sites. There's a lot of things that you look at and you go, well, don't want my daughter to be like that, yeah. right? right? And so that comes to a lot of this, right? The modesty is, it's, it's, you know, what are they wearing? How do they talk? You know, where are we taking them and what they're wearing? Different things like that. Well, it was, so it's interesting. So our rules, and this is where John will make fun of me for the term I'm about to use. But <laughs> we've told, we've told three, or Ellie two things. You got to protect your hoo-ha, and you have to protect your stomach. Like I'm not, I'm not. Gonna I thought you were anti hoo ha like term like whatever. Anti hoo ha. I'm very pro hoo ha guys. <laughs> I don't know what kind of vibe I've been giving off on the podcast, but Hashtag I'm pro hoo ha. Pro hoo ha. Yeah. But it's but this whole thing is like it is is to me it's like there's something where there's modesty in in the stomach, but we're not telling Ellie be modest. But it's, right. There's like you said, there's a time and a place that it's you know I'm I'm of the mind too. It's like you don't need to see a child's midriff. You don't need to see a child's stomach. Um, we have one piece in the, in the tankinis or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, to me, the, the idea of putting my kid in a bikini is foreign. Like, I'm just like, I don't understand that because sadly there are people in this world that sexualize children. And for us as adults, like we see a woman in a bikini, we're like, Oh, Hey, or if you're so inclined, man, that's another mm-hmm. messed up. That, like, like you're talking about, it's messed up that you're even having to have a conversation yeah. with a seven right. year old about like, no, you're not. Fa- why are you worried about yeah. that? You're a great student. You have fun. Yeah. Like why? It, but that's we, we another messed about, up like, thing so, that you have to think about predators. Well, like when we moved in the neighborhood, like I went to, I did a search for are are there predators in this absolutely. neighborhood? Like it's something that we have way, to think about. And it's just, Ugh. it's, it's, it, I hate the idea that I have to think about that with a, a four-year-old and soon to be five-year-old, but it's just, it's, it's thinking about that, but also thinking of like, what, how is she carrying herself? What does she think about herself? How does she look? Sometimes she'll come in and like, uh, my mom even brought the point up that it's like all of her, her little bikini bottoms for her tankinis are getting, cause we buy bits and pieces when we sure. can find them, especially at thrift stores or whatever. But it's like, they're so, sh- they're so small that they ride up her butt so much that it looks like she has a thong. Right. And it's like, 
And she already likes the thong song. Oh. So it's dangerous, the combination. She, actually, she probably does, sadly. She's oh, probably heard some, like, My Little Pony or Minecraft <laughs> parody of it. Spoof of it, yeah. But it's just, it's it's interesting, you know, that's like teaching her. It's like, you you control what people see. Yeah. You know, and it's and as she gets older, and it's, it's, it's trying to reconcile the difference between why is a bikini that reveals as much as a bra and panties, why are they viewed differently? You know, and it's the expectation and the circumstances and everything. But it's it, if we start that now, and we and, and I'm I'm really bad about making the Lego, uh, uh, what is it? Pair of crap. Where it's like you use it. A, wow, I just forgot a word in English. But essentially, an analogy. It's like <laughs> I used the Lego analogy, where it's like if I set the foundation now and I build with the big pieces, and she has one or two layers built. When she gets to be twelve or thirteen, and she starts to develop into a woman or whatever, she's gonna have that base of modesty or at least knowing how to be conservative about what she's putting out there well, some uh, of it you can't handle and that's well, yeah. you, you brought it up a minute ago that you know a lot of it is guys think a certain way yeah. right T- testosterone goes to the brain and tells us to look at a woman and go wow if they're in yeah. you know whatever they're wearing and so my idea is always when well, this is why i why i carry a gun <laughs> but, Whoa. but uh, you know, you, you think about these you know, boys, me, I was this way. We look at women a certain way. And, yeah. and, and it's not always, but obviously I think about the way that I thought right. as an 18-year-old kid. Forget that, Especially. like a thirteen or fourteen year old kid. Yeah, where it's I'm, like your, thinking, your hormones are just. Yeah, but but like, as yeah. a, as a dad, being yeah. a male, yeah. I have to think about the fact that you know if she's wearing something like that, somebody's going to look at her and right. and think a certain way. Yeah. And and I can't change the way that somebody else right. thinks. Yeah, I just pointed at John like yeah. he was some type of a predator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad y'all can't see my gestures I, I, right now. I think the interesting thing is is. And, and, and this is kind of a, a slightly different conversation, so I'll do my best to keep it reined in. But it's the whole, like, I know how boys think. And people are like, no, you don't. You don't know how boys think. And I'm like, yeah, we do. Like, that yeah. hasn't changed. If I talk, when like, hearing my grandfather talk. <laughs> you mean talk, how boys have been ta- thinking since the beginning of time? Of time. Yeah. 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 But it's like, no, boys don't think like that. And it's like, bullshit. Like, yeah. my grandfather was a pervert. My dad has had perverted moments. I've had perverted moments. Sure. Like. I mean, my, my grandfather, rest in peace, he can't defend himself. So I'm just going to blanket statement yeah, let's his. Just, let's focus yeah. on him. But it's huge but it's just, pervert. Yeah. No, I remember walking in when he's watching, like, the porno videos or whatever. So, yeah, my grandfather, rest in peace. God bless oh, him. But awkward. anyway, but it's just it's it's the whole thing of, like, knowing how, like you said, knowing exactly how. Uh, I love to leave, like, awkward things out there and just sure. move past them. And yeah. John's just like, why did you just say that? Wait, can we yeah. be awkward for well, a since, minute? Since we're talking about sexuality, I'll go ahead and bring up the Bible. You don't think that Eve had to go get the leaf because Adam was just looking at her all crazy? Like, well, yeah, <laughs> like that's why she knew. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, she's it's like, like I've got to cover this up. He's very <laughs> interested in here and here. Eyes up here, Adam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here. But speaking of like, of like, like boobs and stuff, like in modesty, like to, we'll be out in public, and, and Ellie's gotten a lot better about it. But it's like teaching her, like and she would just reach out and like touch Teresa's boobs like we're out in Target or whatever <laughs> and it's just like because she's like that that was part of her yeah, life for a very long time. Fed, that's a big yeah, deal. And yeah. it's just, the girls it's, do that. But it's teaching her and it's like no that's that's not okay like this is and, and you start getting into the the private parts private and for parts, John sure. like the, the bottom and front and bottom and 
and stuff like that. Because <laughs> go ahead and explain that's that. That's a, a weird thing to just put on me. <laughs> Segway. But no, but his his so his mom used to say like wash your bottom and front. We're bottom. kids, yeah. yeah going to like, take a bath or whatever. It, but make sure to wash your front, all your stink points I, under your arms, your front bottom, and your back bottom. But I didn't know this about his mom, and it's like I I love John and his brother's mom because his brother's here as a studio audience. Like I love their mom to death. Like their mom is. Their mom is as much a mom to me as my mom is, you know, or in, in everything. And it's that she said that I'm like, but that's so that's a great way to put it to a kid instead of saying your privates. It's like your bottom and your front bottom, you know. And it's yeah. it's just it's it's just talking about modesty. We still like, like the like, private parts because yeah. that's private. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else is supposed but to see that. But right? but modesty goes to what do you say? You're not saying it's like oh yeah my penis vagina and like nipples. You're you're you find ways to say it because you're protecting the modesty of your kid and whether right. it goes beyond it goes beyond. What you close, you're putting them in. It, it's how you talk and how they Absolutely. reference the the human body and their parts. Like, like I don't want Ellie in the middle of of Target blasting like, "Oh, my vagina itches," because that's just that's just a weird statement to hear. <laughs> like, there's a time and a place. Like, you have to be. Well, modest. it reflects poorly on you as parents. Oh, I'm that a horrible. You let parent. her have an itchy vagina. <laughs> you can do something about that. Yeah, kid. Why don't you just go to the aisle, get the monostat, and just. Anyway, all right. I'm sure Sounds like Teresa hey. needs to have a talk with yeah, you. Yeah, Teresa, <laughs> um, Teresa needs to tell me how to parent better. <laughs> well, I, I just real quick, I want to touch on what you said about you're talking about building the foundation. And right. really, Elliot, you were alluding to that too. That you you can't take care of everything, but what you guys can do is help build what you feel like is going to be a healthy base to help them at right. least have the knowledge to make the decisions they're going to have to make later in life. And uh, there's actually someone I'd really like to have a conversation about this with it that Galan and I sort of know about but anyways we'll talk about that maybe we can get him on the podcast but you know you have people that say well I want my daughters to be empowered they shouldn't have to worry about what some guy likes or doesn't or what yeah. his thoughts are uh, but I feel like that's like a denial of like what you guys were talking about about like no we've been guys we, we know how this works and at the very least your daughter needs to know how people are going to perceive her and react to her so that then she can hopefully make an informed decision. At the very least, I would think. Well, no, I think that's great. Like, it, it's not like everyone's going to react that way, but there are going to be a large number of people that do react yeah, that way. and it's a discussion about what's, what's yeah. wise and unwise yeah. in specific situations. It, it, it goes to the whole thing. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. So. Uh, moving on, I just before we leave this segment, I wanted to touch on one last thing with you, Elliot, and that is I know that you are in uh, sales. You've been in sales a long time. Would you say sales and marketing? Sales yeah, and marketing. Yeah, and uh, I know for a long time, part of your job was traveling quite a bit, maybe even more than you had initially thought you were going to. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just wondered if maybe you would talk about that. How how many days a week that would sort of keep you away, how that impacted um, your relationship with your, your family, how your girls reacted to you being gone. And then also when you were home, did that, do you think that changed the dynamics because they knew that time was yeah, special? It's, it's funny because, and, and I, we just, we talked about it earlier um, off, off mic that, um, you know, I've actually just gotten a new job. Congratulations. Yeah, thank That's you awesome. very much. And so we're, we're really excited about that because it's going to change our situation, but yeah, for four and a half years, I've been with um, the same company. It, it's gone through a buy sale, but same same place that I started with four and a half years ago. Wait, and just for just for the uninitiated, what's a buy sale? 
Oh, a buy sell. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's an acquisition. Okay. One okay. company bought the other company, and, okay, and uh, cool. we okay. had to go through so the acquisition. So you you went through a so. whole like changing of the guard. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Sorry, new, I'm just new I'm not, corporation, not new term yeah. for me. So. No, absolutely. And because so. I think at the time, like like you were in another job that you really hated, and so that was a blessing at the time. At the time, right when you switched to this. No, so it was actually the opposite. Oh, uh, really? Now, when when I came to the company, I had been in a job that I really hated. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. So when I when I came to this company, I was so excited. Really, really excited, and um, so and, and did that for three years basically, and then about two years ago, uh, just under two years ago, our the company that I worked for was was bought, and when they were bought, things went south again, right? And uh, you know, money wasn't as good, uh, and people discuss that differently because you know, if, if money goes down, you're supposed to be able to. Uh, figure out ways to make money. And I've always been that person, but with this, with this new job, I just, I couldn't, or with the new company, I just, I couldn't, couldn't make the, the transition very well. And, um, so this job has always been travel and the travel was, you know, one to two nights a week, every now and again, a three night week being away. And with the transition, we picked up more accounts and all of a sudden the travel's three to four nights a week away. Oh, wow. Um, and, and every week, except for the one week, every other month that I got to be in the Dallas Fort Worth market. And so it, it, it's funny because I, I knew that it was a good job when I first took it and I knew that it was going to have travel and some of the promises that companies make, we know they're not always going to come out to be, you know, corporate America being honest. Yeah, exactly. So, um, some of those promises were, were definitely not, um, not, they didn't come true, right? And I think that I was very loyal because of the fact that it was one of the best jobs I'd ever had, right? I, I was making more money. I knew I was being able to take care of the kids. Well, then now all of a sudden, now the money's kind of going away, and I, I'm looking at it going, well, why do I need to be loyal? Why does this need to be something yeah. that, you know? And so I finally I put it back out in the world that um, – that I needed to do something different. And so this new job, this new opportunity that uh, has just opened up, I'm, I'm literally starting next week. Uh, I will be home almost every night. That's may, awesome. Maybe man. travel one night a week. And, uh, and they're really going to, they've got some great perks to take care of us. The money's better. The family will be taken care of and I'll be home. So, yeah, now that comes to the, the what we were discussing or what you asked about, what was it like being away from home? You know, there's, it's funny because you have that little thought like, Oh, it'd be so great to get to be on a <laughs> get little away from the responsibility. Yeah. A little one night vacation. Right. You know I mean? You're at a hotel room and you can go drink a Corona and go back up and watch HBO or whatever. And, and you know, it was nice every now and again. Right. And I don't think that I ever felt guilty in the one or two night type thing, but you know, when it gets to where it's every single week, two nights or every single week, two to three nights, you start getting to the point of you understand that you're missing things. Right. And so as a dad to know that you missed something, it's just devastating. I, I, I would hate it. Oh, you missed Skylar's this, or, you know, Reagan had this happen and, and you missed that. And, you know, we, we are, as a family, we say prayers together every single night. And so, um, you know, saying prayers over FaceTime and thank God for technology, right? Because, yeah, you know, before, yeah. I don't know what these traveling salesmen and marketing guys yeah. did before, you know, but 
um, with us having FaceTime, you know, we were able to actually say prayers together, but it's just not the same. Yeah. You know, when you can't feel a warm body, you know, getting your hugs and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I, there would be nights that I would hang up from the FaceTime and, and tears would come down my cheeks because I just knew that I, I wasn't there for them, you right. know, and, um, and it got even worse just, you know, within the last few months. Um, I actually took a different job within the company, and it, it was supposed to be something that it ended up not being. It was supposed to be a a raise and a you know different position and all that, and it ended up being the same position with more travel and and not as much money. So it's <laughs> totally Ouch. totally bad mistake. <laughs> and there. they marketed the crap out of that position. Oh my gosh! There you go. Yes. No, money. that that it, it was it was really funny, and and it was flattering, and I was really excited about it when it first happened because. Right. I had two people that were high up with our company that came to me and said, Elliot, we want you to do this job. We think that you would be really good at it. It's, it's for a manufacturer. You're going to be, you're going to be great. And, um, and so I was excited about it. And right. then whenever I walked in and, and every single thing that they said it was going to be was false. And it was, it, I was so betrayed. Right. And, and then one of the people that was high with the company that talked me into doing this quits his job, right? He leaves the company and I'm going, wow, this is, it's all going downhill. Right. Yeah, and and so funny. I did. And I, but the, the loyalty that I had for the company, it was really hard for me to make the step and, and kind of go away from it. But I had to think about, you know, I'm not taking care of my family properly. Right. I'm not here for my girls and my wife. Um, and then, so now jump forward to now that I've just the last couple of weeks, I've been home a lot because I'm transitioning and I'm trying to tie up loose ends with the old job and get ready for the new job. And already us being together every day during a week, you already see the things like Leslie's, you know, you can't tell me not to do this or you can't tell me how to, or, or you can't, you know, act like I didn't do that right. Or, you know, she feels like I'm judging her right. now all the time because she's been doing this. I hate to say by herself, but Monday through Friday, basically, she's been the parent at home. And uh, especially now that Reagan's out of school and she has, you know, more time with both girls. <laughs> you know, if I say anything that's contrary to what she just put out there, I'm basically stepping on her authority yeah. with the kids. And, and and she's right. Right. But as a dad, I feel like I need to step in and say something. Well, I think that I mean that, that, that's a whole interesting conversation of the dynamic between parents, whether it's a mother and father or father, father, mother, mother, whatever it might be, or partners. It's or even parents and step parents. It's. That that's a whole that could be a whole interesting conversation of how you do that, especially if you're gone. How is the dynamic different? Right. And then when you're in a situation where they're like, to me, that's something that that's also like foreign to me. I, that would never happen in my current situation. That I, I would love to sit and have a 45 minute conversation about and just be like, let's talk that out and let's let's work through that. That that's a whole other different conversation. But I want to acknowledge that that's such a huge part in the, in the fact that you were traveling and coming back to that. And now your situations are different. It's it's almost like you guys have to rebalance yourself to work as a cohesive like parenting unit instead of we her doing it. Do. Her doing it five days of the four, you know, four or five days of the week, and you doing, you know, you guys working together two days of the week. Yeah. Now I'll I will be home almost every single night, yeah. and that comes from being gone three to right. four nights a week. Yeah. So now we're gonna have to, and we've already had to start doing it. Is and, and I hate the word that she used as being judgmental. Right. But. It, there is almost a judgment to it. Not that I would ever go and, you know, you're doing this wrong or whatever, but that's how she feels. Right. Because 
you know, here's and, and I hate to say this guy because I'm I'm daddy. I'm I'm the father of those girls and I am her husband and, and she's amazing. And it's it's funny because when you walk into the situation, though, it's this guy. Right. Yeah. Like I'm trying to man for, for her. Dude. For her, she oh, goes, yeah, just, that's right. I'm, just, I'm mansplaining my way out of this. Just so kidding. No. She, she looks at it and goes, well, you know, here's this guy walking into the house telling me that I'm doing something wrong. Right. And, right? and the and whole it, thing is yeah, you're probably not even actually saying no. Like you said, you're not, you're not saying I, yeah, you're wrong. It's I'm just, not. But that's, it's the perceived judgment. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because you know, she does a great job as a mom. Yeah. She's a great mom. And she, she's, uh, she works part-time from home and gets to do the stay-at-home mom thing. And it, it's funny because... It's very rewarding, but it's also a really hard job. You know, people yeah. think that stay-at-home moms right. sit at home with their feet up eating bonbons. And <laughs> you ever heard the Bill Burr bit about that? Yeah. And Oprah talking about the hardest job in yeah, the world. Yeah, the hardest job in the world. Being a mom. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Bonbons are delicious, by the way. Bonbons. <laughs> I had to bend over at the waist to change the DVD <laughs> in the machine. Like, no. That's awesome. But, I, uh, and I'm not married, guys. No, yeah, you're <laughs> definitely not. Don't listen married. to John. Yeah. Complaints, John at detoxpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just complaints. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, so that's, I mean, it, it's it's going to be really rewarding, I think, uh, to be home more and get to see more of the things that are happening on a day-to-day basis. Uh, because I, I do, I know that I've been missing some things. And great, you know, I've, I've been lucky that, you know, from Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and and most of Monday mornings, I'm at home. Yeah. And so that that part, you know, a lot of people go, well, man, you don't doesn't sound like you work that much. But you know, when when your your travel happens through a work day, and then you also have a couple of meetings, and then you travel again, it's real easy to have an 18, 20 hour work day. Yeah. And um, you know, there's it, there's a big difference between that eight, 10, 12 hour work day, and then get to come home and and be with your kids and your wife and all that kind of thing, uh, as opposed to, to what I've been doing. So it's been nice though. You know, I, uh, I don't miss the games or the, the, the main competition that happens during the weekend or whatever. So that's been nice that I've been yeah. home for that. Yeah. Uh, because you know, the Saturday volleyball games, I've been to every single one of those. Right. Unless Leslie and I had some planned trip to be out of town or whatever, but, nice. um, but yeah, I don't know. Does that answer all of the questions that you had, John? I'm trying I to think, think so. of what else. We I had. think so. I think so. Um, Elliot, thanks for being with us. Are you cool with sticking around to the end of that? Absolutely. Episode? I knew the answer to that. Actually, <laughs> I'm just doing that for the, uh, guys. We will be right back with Canada's second favorite segments. <laughs> Welcome back to America's Favorite Segments. We're going to start with Ask the Dads, and we actually had a live studio audience today. Uh, my brother, Matt Laird. How are you doing, buddy? Yo, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, I, I expected it to be a one-word answer, so I'm just going to... How you doing? Okay, anyways, back to me. Uh, <laughs> more me, more me, more John, more John. You actually had an Ask the Dads question uh, for the dads that, that went along with the whole sort of modesty issue and them being fathers of, of daughters yeah. and so uh yeah we brought matt on to hang out with the force with the rest of the podcast and, and why don't you go ahead and ask the dads your question yeah so the question that i wanted to ask pertains to uh you know the the culture that we have the social media culture instagram uh youtube more more instagram because i got to thinking about like these instagram models that are like internet famous and the only thing that they're famous for is just like posting 
pictures of them in like skimpy clothing, you know? Yeah. So like Instagram, like they're just showing pictures of their ass just like all day long. So <laughs> as and they make six, money for it, and they make money. That's what they do. Followers. Yeah, yeah. You know, like whoever pays them. I'm holding coconut water and showing. Right. Yeah. Answer. Exactly. Like the coconut water company will pay you a million dollars. It's like here, show your ass, and I'll show my ass for a million dollars at the coconut. No company. one's paying you a million dollars. Guys, let's do a GoFundMe. <laughs> we need to bring this into the world. It, it doesn't take a million dollars to get going to show his ass for the record. <laughs> I show my ass every every yeah. other week on the podcast. Yeah, whether you want to or not. Um. So wow. so my question is. In, in this kind of culture, does it terrify you as dads of daughters specifically to whenever? It's like, it's, I mean, it's easy for people these days to become famous for nothing. And not only, not only nothing, but also, I mean, I guess even like a little bit like to go viral off of something that's really embarrassing. So what, well, some people may say you're exploiting yourself to get famous or right. money. Right. So uh, I'll do that first because for a while, like I got really into the fandom of cosplay. <laughs> For a minute, I re- for a little while, I really got into Instagram girls but showing their butts. But, but we thought that was thing. going somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, it was thing is like like, I was obsessed with them. But almost got fired. You know, you looked at you, you like so a lot of the and there there are dudes that do it too, but a lot of the because it's so much of it is anime and video games, and that is very very female focused. So these girls do you know go to cosplay conventions, take pictures, and of course that like we do Patreon has turned into a Patreon where guys will sub for, you know, 40, 50, 150 bucks a month just to get pictures of basically them in skimpy clothing or them with bubbles strategically placed or whatever. And it's, you know, you take that and with the, we mentioned Snapchat earlier. And Link Instagram. in the episode description. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> But it's, it does terrify me. Um, and the fact that when I, back in my AOL days, back before Instagram and, AOL and all that, that yeah, AON, and it's, it's it's where it's like it was nothing if a girl was interested to get her to, to take webcam pictures or do a webcam video on Yahoo of just nudity, like getting pictures and and videos and you name it. And it's like there was that, and at that point in time, there was no thought given to what if I just save these and you know, and now with revenge porn being a crime and stuff, it's like it it escalated. But it's so one of the things that that we do is it was Ellie does have a Snapchat that like she's Snapchat friends with Teresa because she enjoys the filters because Teresa had Snapchat she found it on the phone she loves like the little puppy dog thing or whatever and so what I've done is I've t- I've decided okay well if she's like that and she she wants to share stuff with Teresa or whatever let's use it as an education opportunity to say you know this is stuff that goes on the internet and here's a video from ten years ago. The internet stuff doesn't disappear. Right. And as she gets older and she starts to understand, you know, more and, and, and starts to whatever she's going to do, like boys are going to want you to send these pictures. And who knows? I mean, right now with iPhones, it's super easy and who, or Android right. or whatever. Who knows what that's going to be in 10 years when she's 14 or 15. And so I'm, we're using that to be like, you have to be careful what you put on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be careful of what you show other people. And it goes kind of like to the whole modesty thing is like, if you're going to do that, like you need to be aware of what can be done with that. And a four year old doesn't fully understand that. But my whole thing is if I'm consistently providing that message now or in the, in the event that I die, that 
Teresa continues doing that message, that is something that she will be like, you know what, my parents have always said that, that will always be in the back of her mind. And Once she again, may, it's like it's building the foundation yeah. now. Now, right. she may, may very well be defiant and do it because we told her that. And right. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully she doesn't. But it's so like, trying to say Instagram is like that could be her daddy issue. Pole. She's yeah. like, it's I got Instagram. 115 followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're demanding this sweet real estate. Yeah, but it's like, you know, at the same time, I – you know, if she's someone making, you know, a million dollars showing her ass on Instagram, <laughs> like. So mom and dad would be proud. Don't I ruin mean, her dream, not man. Don't pr- ruin her not dream. Not proud, but it's like, at, at that point, it's like, we have to have a conversation. Like, okay, how do you, if you're going to choose to do this, and I and I firmly believe that, you know, cho- <laughs> choice is important. Like, it's like, well, kid, I can't judge you, you for having a winning formula, yeah. but. Oh, whoa. Sorry. Um, That's probably painful. Yeah, <laughs> I keep hitting my mic. Yeah, we we've uh, to pull the curtain back. We moved to we all have headsets now, so it's a little bit of an adjustment from having a mic six inches to a foot in front of us to having mm-hmm. a headset on. But uh, but yeah, so that's my approach is just start it now. Explain and just explain to her and set the the precedent of this this shit's not going away. Like if you put it out there, well Snapchat, but right. if you put it out there, someone can save it. You go to someone's Facebook profile and you know people you know, can save your images or take a screen print because windows comes based with the snipping tool where it's you can just go in and take a screenshot and snip what you want out you have to be mindful of of how you're exposing yourself you know pun i guess in, in a way intended like cause, mm-hmm. that's um, all nice galan but we will never ever buy either one of our daughters a cell phone or a camera or no, the internet no, never. <laughs> or, yeah, he's like, you guys are banned from the internet <laughs> oh I mean, the, the internet. You bought your girls uh, encyclopedias, I heard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't. My, we my, had the Britannica guy come by and knock on the door just the other day. That's my, my daughter doesn't have an iPhone. That or has a, to be a crappy iPad. job now. Does that job exist? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I would yeah. doubt. So anyway, to answer your question, that, yeah, but so, that, that, that's a great question, though. Like, yeah, Elliot, how, I mean, how would you respond to that? No, it's, and it's not far off from, from what Galan said. I mean, and I think, and this is, again, it comes back to different parents parenting different ways, but um, and, you know, it's funny, I joke about, you know, we'll never buy them a, an iPhone or whatever, but some people, you know, they buy their kids an iPhone or a, an Android phone or whatever, um, very, very young. Yeah, like you know, almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, 10, 10 years old or whatever. And, I, and I've seen, you know, there's a lot of the kids that they have a, an iPad that they're supposed to play on for whatever, but, you know, parents don't realize that kids are a lot smarter today with technology than we ever were. E- even <laughs> even me, I mean, I'm, I'm in my late 30s and... Um, I still feel like there's some things that the girls can already do, and I'm going, gosh, yeah, she's like, only three, or gosh, she's only seven, or whatever. Yeah, and Ellie, Ellie's four, and they start her on videos on YouTube that are safe, and she now knows how to get whatever she wants. Yeah, right, like, yeah, like, no, we yeah like, oh, yeah, here's, yeah, and, and the thing, so. Even if we block stuff, she can yeah. go back and find the history. She knows how to get oh, to yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, even, even, history, even if you clear the history, like, she can still, like, oh, clearing it gives history. You suggested, suggested yeah, clearing videos, history doesn't right? actually clear the history. Right, like, exactly. Yeah. YouTube and Google are smarter than that. Yeah. But it's just, so it's like we have, we, so it, just as a confession, yeah, our daughter really does, like, have an iPhone okay. because it's our old iPhone. Gotcha. And I'm like, well, crap, like, let's just give it to her while we're around the house on Wi-Fi. That way she Detox doesn't take our phone. Yeah. Or, and, and, she, and she has an iPad because she kept taking ours. And she initially had one that I upgraded Teresa's. And so right. she got a hand-me-down that was a piece. And now she's so used to it. We we use it when we go out That's to real eat. Like, she has an iPad, but we don't. Oh, you're it, one of those. Yes. But we interact. <laughs> like, like she, and, and when it comes time to eat, it's like if you don't eat, we're taking it away. Right. And if you're going to cry about it, we're going to go outside and have a conversation. And she never wants to have that conversation because yeah. I'm like, do you want to go outside and talk? And she's like, no, I'll eat. You yeah. know? 
Oh, I'm, so, I'm one of those guys. It's funny. I said you're one of those. No, no, I'm, there are I'm, those parents. I'm one of, like, well, and, but I'm one of those dads, too, though. I'm like, if that's how they want to make sure that yeah. their kid doesn't ruin somebody else's opportunity that's, to that have is my a whole nice thing. dinner, is, so be it. That, that yeah. is my, my whole girls, thing. Oh, I now, forgot see, about – My girls are the other way around. Like, my girls, we, we don't do the, the right, technology right. Out, out in public. Mm-hmm. And, and my girls, it's funny because we will straight bring another table into our conversation. I will literally lean back to the other people – and look at my daughter You're and say, one of those. and say, did they bring a kid with them to dinner? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, no, I, it, no they, like, they like, didn't bring a kid with them to dinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If they wanted a kid with them at dinner, they, they would have brought, brought one. No, no, that's a right? good point. And, and, and my girls, they respond to it really well. Yeah. They really do. They're like, oh, no, they didn't. And they understand that they're distracting somebody else. They're yeah. disrupting somebody else's opportunity to have a good time at dinner. Well, there, there was the, we were we were eating at a restaurant not too long ago, and and a little girl was trying to watch what Ellie was watching, and her mom like loudly went up to where we could hear it was like, "We don't do that kind of thing. We aren't." <laughs> Yikes! See, and that, yeah, that's, like, we, that's we why actually, I said like yeah, I'm no, not like, the guy that would ever we, do that. I'm the guy that I'm like, listen, if that's the way that they want to make sure that their kids yeah. don't disrupt somebody else's dinner, yeah, that's their way of parenting. That, uh, and that's their prerogative. That's I just made sure to mention loud, just as loud back that at least my kid wasn't distracting the entire restaurant by being loud and obnoxious. there you go, so, absolutely. It's like, what was that lady do? Was that lady going to jump up and kick my ass? I don't think so. <laughs> I just want to make sure, because along that lines, I wanted to tell you guys I had this whole rant that I was thinking about that I wanted to share. But, but did that answer your question, Matt? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for that question. It's really cool to actually have a live Ask the Dads question. Yeah, I mean, I'm that the is, only one cool. that's in the, the room, quote unquote, studio the audience. studio audience. The live yeah. studio. So hey. why are you pulling back the curtain? Yeah, yeah. man. Like we could have had like. The, I mean, what dude, I meant to say was that I was like, Galan you know, was going to add in the the clapping and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? I was, was going to add a laugh editing. track to everything God, I said. Gosh. What I meant to say was I'm just one of like you know like few dozen people that are here yeah, they're, yeah, I was they're all like, amped good. and they're having a great time and <laughs> we got a comedian doing crowd work and keeping everybody you know we have the applause, like we've moved up so much with our headsets and everything we have like applause yeah. signs that flash and tell our studio yeah. still, okay Dude, cool i don't know if you know this but your brother's part of a big deal here we have over ten thousand oh, followers on twitter is that right That's <laughs> we do that right. was an awesome jump have you ever shown pictures of your ass <laughs> yeah. uh, but I just wanted to say, like the the other day, Matt and I actually, my my brother here, we went to a. Oh, hold we, on, we, this is this is something that I like to call John Servations, just in my own little head. Nice. <laughs> to give Maybe it a name, we, have, we have it's the, like the what's the, on Mike's mind. Yeah, we have the John Servations, where it's like he's out in public and been ex- experiencing other parents. And I've been well, waiting like to use that. that. That it's like these are John Servations. All right, I like so, that. We, we went to go see that uh, whatever that Tom Cruise movie, The Mummy. Right? Oh, yeah. is that any good? Uh, we actually really enjoyed. Yeah, it. Okay, cool, really cool. I mean, it got a bunch of negative press or whatever, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, but okay, but this movie, what's it rated? Is it a PG thirteen or maybe a PG thirteen? But it's uh, like people like to compare it, you know, to the Brendan Fraser mummies, and like this movie yeah. is much more like the Boris. It's, it's Boris more Karloff of a horror movie of than like a monsters. fun action movie, like oh, the awesome. Brendan Fraser. Okay, cool. Yeah. So this is a much more I would dare to say serious movie, as serious as a movie can get about yeah. mummies and you know, <laughs> weird shit. But, but but like okay, we we go to this movie and. This movie is, I mean, I don't want to call it a horror movie in that, like, it's right. not its not scary to an adult. It's suspenseful, though. But, but it's suspenseful. a monster movie, right. and there's, like, these undead creatures coming back to life, like these burned, charred bodies and all. And there's yeah. there's points that maybe border on, like, PG-13 gross or something. It's certainly not something that you would bring, like, what, a seven-year-old to? Dude, no way was that kid older than five. Okay, that kid was probably a four-year-old. So next to us, there's, there's a mom and dad. They bring five-year-old kid. Two kids, actually. 
Okay. Uh, right. Uh, one one may have been closer to like seven, but the other one was definitely like four. Maybe so they were expecting the Brendan Fraser type thought maybe. of the mummy that was, I mean, maybe, still has man. some scary I mean, things, but in, it's got in, some comedy in mixed their, in. Yeah. In their defense. They're the parents that bring their parents to Deadpool. Well, sure. Yeah. And there's a lot the of parents thing. that bring them to whatever. In their defense, like, I was very surprised how, about how, like, how the, dark the, it was. Yeah. Yeah. How dark or how tense some of the points in the movie got i was surprised right. but, but and then they don't want to walk out because they already brought the kids or whatever yeah. they already paid like 80 yeah, yeah. bucks to yeah. get it into the doesn't movie. matter because as right. a parent isn't it your job to know that before yes. you take the yes. kid yeah and, they should have so, pre-screened it yeah, well, so, yeah, so, no. yeah so we've, pre, we've pre-screened so movies. to bring that up so this whole thing like this ellie's turning five in september um we our kids share birthdays or it's a birthday months and one of the biggest things that i've looked forward to and i know john's looked forward to is being able to take Ellie with us to go see Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And so, like, the whole thing is, like, Episode Eight is supposed to be dark. And I think, well, you know, Empire Strikes Back was dark, but 80s dark, especially early 80s dark, is right. very, very different than 2017 dark. Yeah. And it's like, that may not be appropriate for her to watch yeah. at five years old. Maybe it is. And so the whole thing is, like, I need to go see it, not just because I want to see it six times or whatever but I, I need to see that ahead of that to make sure i'm not going to take and traumatize my kid by having her watch like you know them pulling anakin skywalker and dismember three limbs at once you know and it's like burning with like the the way that anakin was burned in episode three like yeah, the lava burning, they've already yeah. just they've already established that it's like they're willing to take like that kind of gross factor and go there within a sci-fi environment but I think it's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah so I haven't a, even gotten to like the crux of it. Oh, okay. it's, but, it's, sorry, because I mean, you just cut me off all the time. Well, no, I'm just joking. joking. Oh, I'm just joking. No, no, fair play. A lot of tension. I, I wanted to progress podcast. it because, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is scary. This is really, Joe. We need you back. <laughs> no, come um, back, Joe. Keep the peace. Uh, no, but uh, so how Don't how short again. into the movie this this little five year old um, kid it starts being, mommy, can we go home? Because he's he's scared. Yeah. Yeah, and that doesn't was, stop. It persists. And the, my main yeah, complaint is... Like the second half of the movie, I would say it, it was pretty like, consistent. And it started... I mean, like, it, it, it started... 15, half an hour. Yeah, 15, 15 maybe minutes 20 half. minutes in, and then kind of stopped for a little bit. And then it was pretty consistent, like, halfway through the movie until just about the end. Now, this kid, like like you're talking about with, with your kids and the other people that didn't bring kids with them, it, it, your kids may be annoying them with their behavior, and you're trying to point that out to them and be like, look, you got to think about these other people. These parents did none of that. So my problem isn't, even if they didn't pre-screen it, it, and they, they brought their kid to it, um, okay, well, strike one. But like the, the main, like the strikes two and three is that when your kid's doing that, you don't remove them from the situation. Right. And it's the same issue I had a while back With when I was talking about the yep. kid at IHOP that's going to be, you know, in, in the prison system soon and we'll all be paying for him. This kid, this poor kid, like he's being annoying. He's being annoying, but he's not the problem in this situation. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, he's it's, being a yeah. five-year-old kid. Right. Yeah, it's the parents that it's are selfish. The parents, dude. So, so I, I, I'm just gonna lay out a, again, GlanaDetoxPodcast.com. But if you're the kind of parent <laughs> that takes your kid to the movie and is so self-centered and selfish that you make an entire, an entire theater of 200 people suffer because you can't be a decent parent, a good dad, or a good mom, and you're a piece of shit parent. Well, I wasn't gonna use that. I, I'm going that. It's like that. That you are an awful parent in that moment. Maybe not. Maybe not overall. You are gonna fail. Your kids are gonna hate you. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Like that is just shitty to be so selfish that you're willing to screw everyone else. Yeah. 
their like their experience, and it's like I'm, it's I'm sorry. It's selfish. No, like, I like what you said. Yeah. That it's you. You might not be a bad parent all the time, but in, but that, in that certain that moment, situation, yeah. in that moment, you were a I, I, shitty person. Yeah. And in the mess, most messed up thing is, I know that. Those parents, when that kid's 13, he's going to knock up some 12-year-old. And no, I'm just I'm just yeah, but it's just – yeah, it, it, it's frustrating, especially as a parent. And, like, Ellie wants to see Despicable Me 3. Yeah. yeah. We're not going this week. We may not even go next week because she is still spazzy enough that I can't guarantee <laughs> that she's going to sit through the entire movie. And that may be a kid's movie. But I don't want to ruin someone else that has spent 80 bucks to take their family of three or four – you know, and it's the, that's, I would, I want to teach my kid to be more considerate of the people around them. Sure. Now, if you wait three weeks and it's like the theater's still packed, I'm like, well, shit, okay, sorry. Like, we yeah. we tried to, like, we waited. But, uh, right on. well, with kids' yeah. movies, though, at least you get the idea that there's going to be other yeah. kids no, there. Yeah. You understand. Yeah. I mean, like, but, we went and saw Cars 3, I was yeah. telling you guys, and there was a family behind <coughs> us that had three boys, right? I mean, it, God bless it was them. Mom and dad and three boys. And so, you know, when something cool happened in the movie, the boys jumped and they right. yelled yeah, like, that it was cool. And but you expected, yeah, yeah, that's, like, yeah. I mean, still yeah, slightly in, different. In that right. situation, you can be like, man, that's cool because they're experiencing right, this. Like yeah. I experienced the Goonies or yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever. But, right. but it's like if there's especially if, myself. like a Pixar movie or whatever that, that that's definitely aimed at more adults. Like I want to see it, but I'm willing to forego, or I'm going to go see it by myself or with Teresa, and then we'll see. Okay, let's take Ellie. Yeah, it was pre screening. So yeah, pre screening is important. So my brother, my brother and I did that with one of the Transformer movies to make sure that his youngest son could go watch it. You know, right on. And he was like, he was like, yeah, definitely a terrible movie, but two, my son can go watch (laughs) this. Speaking about marketing, like those movies are excellent marketing things. Like the (laughs) front and center Bud Light, man, like way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so again, our first official John Servation. All right, excellent. Thank you guys. Um, All right, so let's move on to another one of Canada's second favorite segments. Dad jokes. Elliot, you're familiar with this segment? Absolutely. Matt, you're familiar with this segment? Yeah. Do you have a dad joke? I forgot. Okay, that's all right. All right. I've got some just terrible one-liners to share with you guys. You want to start Um, us out then? Yeah, let me just read through these, and then hopefully we'll recover with what you guys have. (laughs) Um, Will ants hallucinate if you give them ant acid? <laughs> that's actually really good. All right, that's, I should have ended with that one because these other ones are weak. Uh, how, how do bipolar people manage to be on both sides of the earth at once? Oh, yeah, that's bad, right? Uh, wah, wah. Is, infer- is infertility hereditary? Hereditary? I just screwed it up. It wasn't good in the first place, and then I just stuttered. I'm so ashamed of you right now. Where's the prices right? Prices right horn when you need it. Oh, there we go. All right. How is mercury a liquid at room temperature, yet a large solid when orbiting the sun? No? All right. And finally, if guns don't kill people, people kill people, does that mean that toasters don't toast toast, toast toasts toast? <laughs> wow. No? All right. Fair that enough. was terrible. That All was right. terrible. All so right. this is, <laughs> these are going to be courtesy of at bad dad jokes on Twitter. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Um, I met my wife on the net. We are both bad trapeze artists. <laughs> I like that. I like that's, that's a yeah, good joke. Good. What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? What? Outlaws are wanted. <laughs> that's funny. You you dads can probably really, yeah. yeah can you explain this gap in your resume? I fell asleep on the space key. No? No? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. 
You don't have to laugh, Elliot. It's a I, I no, that to, one I actually found kind of funny. I used to have a job collecting leaves. I was raking it in. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. And then All last right. but not least, let's see. <laughs> oh, Joe would appreciate this one maybe. I went to KFC the other day. Didn't know that Kentucky had a football club. Yeah, that's a soccer joke. Yeah. <laughs> Those are for our non-American dads. Yep. Yeah. Or, Primarily. sorry, the soccer club. But, yeah, Joe will appreciate that. So, there you go, Joe. All right. Uh, Elliot, it's up to you to save this segment. I don't know if it's going to save Somebody it Somebody <laughs> They are dad jokes, right? So yeah. They're, oh, yeah, they're, they're as funny as bad. they can be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hey, guys. So, uh, why didn't the skeleton cross the road? Uh, why? Because he had no guts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's okay. a good so that, that one. Works. That, that, that seems works. like something that you would see on like a, a Laffy Tappy ra- Laffy Tappy uh, rapper, that, and that might be where it came from. No, yeah, no those so are funny. I've, I've read a few of those. Yeah. What? Uh, so yeah, last one. Then uh, what did one shark say to the other shark after he ate a clownfish? What? This tastes funny. That's a good one. Both of those way better than anything I had to offer this no, week. No, man, that first one, the antacid one, was pretty funny. No, oh, it was. Okay. It was yeah, good. Man, I liked I that one. Was good. That, I liked that one. All right, guys, let's move on to America's uh, final favorite segment, things to check out. Now, this is where we talk about things that we think that are cool that you should check out. They can be dad-related, but almost all the time they are not. I alluded to this earlier um, I am a huge nerd, and I'm not afraid to say it. And recently, I've been playing a video game called Player Unknown's Battleground. Um, that uh, Battleground or Battlegrounds? Battlegrounds. I think it's plural. Plural. I've been playing the singular version, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's really fun. It's like uh, it's basically like Hunger Games <coughs> the game. Like it's pretty cool. You get except you, not shitty. Ex- yeah, except not terrible. <laughs> uh, we're totally watching those the next time we have you guys over for dinner. <laughs> you can play. You can play with friends, and what happens is it loads you into a game, a game where there's like 99 or 100 players, and you're in this plane flying over this map that's like city and like forests and all this stuff, and you parachute out. You choose when you want to parachute out as this plane is flying across the map. And then when you land, you don't have anything. You have to run and scavenge in, in houses to find like. Uh, gear like guns and and body armor and stuff and it's like uh, as the as the game progresses every few minutes the radius gets smaller and smaller and smaller and if you're outside of the radius then it's essentially like poison gas is like ticking away at your health and you could die and the whole idea is like like a hunger games kind of thing where you want to be the last team living or if you're playing solo last solo last person and uh it's yeah it's just really fun because you have to you parachute in with nothing you have to scavenge what you can find and still survive you know i want to say i watched a video on reddit where there was some dude like running and and he was shooting a gun he's running out of ammo and he had a he had found a a, like an iron pan a cast iron pan pan. and it's like he runs and i think he swung at the same time the guy fired and the the frying pan actually like deflected the bullet bullet. Uh and then he like then he hit the person over the the head with a frying pan and killed him. And it was one of the most satisfying like video game moments that I've watched. I cracked up and I'm like, I should play that, but I didn't want to play it with at the time. It's fun right now. I think it's thirty bucks on Steam. I've been playing it on PC. I I don't think it has yet, but it's supposed to release on another system at least. I think because I've seen threads where people talk about like. Oh, discourage cross-platform play. Oh, yeah, I haven't haven't heard that. But anyways, uh, so play it on PC. It's pretty fun. Um, And that's all. Send an email to detoxpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, we'll hook up and we'll play some PC (laughs) player unknowns battlegrounds. (laughs) Anyways, that was terrible. All right, over. Who wants to be the next person to share? 
Sure, yeah. Carry okay. on the nerd tradition with me, buddy. Uh, it's my brother Matt. Yeah, mine's going to be much more sad. Um, <laughs> I uh, this lady at work. What are you talking about? Your dating life. Uh, uh, <laughs> we don't want to bring the episode down that much, so we're just going to stick with things to check out. Yeah, guys, life has just been really hard, and I don't, you know, just haven't, haven't been able to get it together. God, that, was yeah. really, that was really savage of me. I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I, really said thought, that. I really thought Trump was going to turn my life around, but it hasn't really been. I don't know. I just thought I was coming to hang out with friends today, and, you know, just, just turning into the uh, podcast for intervention. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. Um, but no, I, uh, this lady at work, uh, Got me to read this series of books. And I've only got actually you to read. Shut up, dummy! <laughs> they got me to read this uh, series of books, and th- the first book in the series actually is the only one I've read so far. But it's called The Looking Glass Wars, and it's a um, it's like a retelling of the whole Alice in Wonderland story. But uh, I I was going into it, I was like, oh man, this is going to be a young adult series, and it's probably going to be like I don't know all all the young adult series that I've heard of or kind of like seen the movies for you know like Divergent and Hunger Games yeah. and whatever Twilight they're all kind of really geared towards young adult girls right. <laughs> and so going into this I was like okay I'm I'm probably not going to enjoy this as much as like like say like a 16 year old girl would but as a kid like Wizard of Oz and and um, Alice in Wonderland were like couple like films or whatever that i really really dug as a kid turns out that you love what 16 year old girls love (laughs) yeah um you're going to claire's later to get your ears pierced yeah i'm not really defending myself too well am i but but um i ended up enjoying enjoying the book enough to like go out searching for the second one and and we were it was actually after we got finished watching the mummy i was like hey let's stop by um barnes and noble and see if i can find that second book and we go in, and I look, and you know, the, I'm like, man, maybe there's a chance it's just in like the fantasy section. And I look, you know, it's not there, and I'm like, oh man, okay. So I got to go looking in the young adult section. I'm like, shit, <laughs> I can't find the young adult section first of all. And so eventually, it's, I'm <laughs> yeah. walking around this place, and I can't find it. And I ask the guy. I finally, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ask the guy for this. And I kind of sheepishly walk up to him. I'm like, hey, man, um, I'm looking for this book, and I think it may be in the young adult section. I just need to know. He's like, okay, what is it? And I tell him, oh, it's the Looking Glass Wars, but I'm looking for book two. And he looks it up. And somehow this is, like, way more uh, shameful to me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's going to be in the teen section. <laughs> and somehow in my head, like, saying it's for teens is way worse than young adults. And I'm just, I'm like a 32-year-old dude with gray hair and a beard. And I'm like, I'm a big guy. I'm 6'7". And it's just it, it just felt so emasculating and demeaning yeah. to like ask for this book. His penis instantly inverted. Yeah, <laughs> like, and and began crying. Um, yeah. But yeah, and so I was just like, I was like but, I have this book, and then they didn't even have it. That's but the, the moral thing of the really story is you enjoy the Looking Glass Wars or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, the moral of the story is, dads, if you have teenage daughters out there, they may dig this book. <laughs> That's the whole moral of the story. I'm 32. And you might re- you might like it, too. You might like it. You might. Elliot, what should we check out? So I already plugged them once. I'm going to go ahead and shamelessly do it again. Uh, my cousin, first cousin, uh, Alyssa Schwartz, uh, her and a friend who have been writers for a long time, they have actually completed their first young adult series book called The Lost Causes. Um, and it is actually available now on Amazon for pre-order. So The Lost Causes should be a good one. Uh, nice. Drama nice. Drama thriller young adult series. 
Um, the, the thing that I actually want everybody to check out, and I've never been a fan of the Netflix and chill thing. I know a lot of people are out there that just Bam. love it. And, yeah, well, you know, they get after the Netflix thing. You know, they've got all the things that they binge watch. But um, I have finally come across one that I really like, and it's The Ranch. I don't know if any Dude, of you guys I have seen The Ranch. I just started watching that this week. Oh, well, John so, got really excited. That, that so is the most animated I've seen John be in like 20 <laughs> I'm, years. I'm serious. <laughs> really? I well, so love the show. And, and so what's funny about it, is that in, in you know Sam Elliott is the same character the no matter what everywhere basically Roadhouse right? the Big Lebowski oh my gosh yeah yeah but yeah. but he's he's him right the big old like cartoonish and, uh, mustache and oh, you you great. get you yeah. get yeah. him yeah, and great. Ashton Kutcher and and you know the rest of the the cast they're just so great in the in the show and and it's funny because some of it is almost slapstick but the way that they go about it is just genius and um, and so since we're this is a dad podcast. I love the father figure in Sam Elliott. He's he's yeah. he's so over the top harsh that it's almost yeah. hilarious. And yeah, you uh, love like him sometimes. Oh, sometimes yeah, exactly. You're like, he's sometimes you hate him. He's right, like, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, and and so uh, anyway, and then there's some other reasons to to watch it as a dad uh, going forward. I'm on the final season right now. So okay, I'm just on season no, one. No, no spoilers. No uh, spoilers. But uh, we yeah, try to so be a spoiler free I think, podcast. I think dads should absolutely watch it. Yeah. Unless we have an entire episode dedicated to a spoiler, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that like really turned me off about it at first is because it, it is like a sitcom and that they have a laugh track and it's written kind of like sitcoms and stuff, but it's like, that was one of the things that made me love it. I thought that it was just well, great. It yeah, was hilarious that they did it that way. When I watch it, it's funny because it's not a typical like cheesy sitcom or something yeah john yeah, no you're right john really enjoyed it because season one you get to see ashton kutcher's ass oh there you so go he really, yeah. he really went right to the top of my part. list yeah well yeah. and it, it's it's fun the way that they've done it too though they've they've brought in all of the um, the that 70s show characters they've all come yeah. on yeah. danny masterson yeah. is yeah. one of the main yeah. actors so, yeah, nice. so, yeah and and they've they've now throughout the seasons uh, scientology that's no yeah there you go oh you just got our podcast blacklisted man <laughs> that's okay dude i wonder if ron you can't say that talk to us that would be pretty cool all right we'll see if you know ron miscavige that's right um and then for me so i, I mentioned it earlier as well um it, the the book five minute star wars stories um there'll be a link in the, the episode description but i'm pretty sure it's five minute star wars stories um teresa was reading one to ellie the other night where it was describing the uh the fight between dooku and and yoda but in, in a way that kids could understand or whatever. And so it was really cool. Like there's these little bits and pieces from Star Wars told that, that you can tell your kids as a bed night, you know, bedtime story. And introducing kids to Star Wars is not, in my opinion, a bad thing. So, um, and, and it has pictures and stuff. So like in my story that I've been writing and reading to Ellie, she keeps looking at the iPad for pictures. And it's like, Ellie, I, I'm, I'm not an artist. <laughs> like I don't draw <laughs> pictures for this. Have to get um, Justin to do some illustration for him. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But it's uh, but yeah, so that, that it, it's really cool. Like especially like you know you can incorporate Star Wars, just for, especially if you're a nerdy uh, parent, uh, in, into your bedtime. So it's really cool. And again, so through the Looking Glass or the, the Looking Glass Wars, uh, the Ranch on Netflix, the Ranch. But the 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 ones from that there will be links to uh, to them on Amazon in our uh, in the show description. Oh, that way cool. you can click on it and go right to it. Uh, in order from the site, and then we'll also link to the the network page, the Netflix page. I'm, we're going to start trying to do that. And by we, I mean when I'm editing the podcast and putting it up, I'm going to try to put the descriptions, um, the links in the uh, podcast or the episode description, 
um, that goes out to iTunes. But also at the very least, if you go to detoxpodcast.com and you click on listen, when you look at the episode description, there will most definitely be links there. Um, so click those, click the stuff that we that you can, check it out, and um, yeah, just that way we can start being a little more um, helpful to you guys. If we're telling you to check stuff out, we can actually direct you right to it. All right, uh, guys, we're at that time of the episode again where we get to pat ourselves on the back self-indulgently as we've listened to ourselves talk for almost two hours. And I love to hear myself talk more than anyone else. Who doesn't, buddy? If you're doing the podcast, you love to hear yourself talk, plain and simple. Totally. Um, also, when we get to this point of the podcast, there is something we do. We do the hashtag vote. But before that, Elliot, if you had to think up, we're going to Todd Pipes this. Elliot, if you had to think up a hashtag that describes your experience on the Detox Podcast, what would it be? That describes my experience on the Detox Podcast. <laughs> the right. Detox Podcast. That's Not a that different you, podcast. Did you say Detox? That's what yeah. you started to say. You see, you say that different Decox. podcast we yeah. do. Yeah. Our after hours podcast. Hashtag Detox. It's a, no, I used to know someone named Dennis Cox. It's his podcast. Nice. Okay. He's actually right. the one that ruined me from uh, playing in D&D, like the competitive or whatever, the role-playing association. Living oh, that's Greyhawk. interesting yeah. and nerdy. Yeah. Oh, I'm super nerdy. Right. I think yeah. I make John Joe, look like why a, we need you back. an amateur nerd. Maybe not really. Yeah. What I mean, hashtag would you choose? What hashtag would I choose? So um, hashtag don't let your daughters wear bikinis. All right. I like that's it. a good one. All right. And, and, and even if it doesn't get voted, that will have to be an honorable well, we'll, mention. Well, we're going to include it. We're going to exclude it from regular voting. Oh, okay. So it, it is It is a, a top-tier entry. Awesome. It's made that's it, right. Huh? All right. All right, you so just uh, gold exited that or whatever that thing from America's Got Talent. There you gold, go. Yeah. Gold check mark. Yeah. Gold checked it. Uh, so, guys, here are some hashtags for your consideration for this week, and we will vote on these. Hashtag detox confessions. Hashtag dad mode. Hashtag white trash warning. Hashtag front bottom. And the one that's going to get my vote this week, hashtag pro hoo-ha. Matt Laird, which hashtag do you want to go with? i got to go hashtag front bottom because i got history with that one. All right, we got one and one there. Elliot, what do you want? Hashtag pro hoo-ha. How about you, Glenn? Uh, I think just to make it a nice three-way first place finish, I'm going to have to go hashtag front bottom. There you go. Because I think I owe it to uh, the source of that. Yeah. Okay, well, that leaves us with three hashtags this week. Uh, Elliot, thanks again for being on and sharing your experiences about fatherhood. I think we touched on a lot of important uh, fatherhood issues, considerations, I think, that, that a lot of dads have to think about. Yeah. So thank you very much for coming on. Thank yeah, you thanks so much, Elliot. Me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Absolutely. Will, will you come back with us sometime? Sure, I will. All right, Absolutely. cool. And I just want to say again uh, from me and Galan and, and all of us here uh, in the detox podcast family congratulations to joe and his family on the new edition that's awesome and yep. i can't wait for him to come back and, and talk Congrats, to us joe. About, yep. about his experience with that uh the birth of the the new baby it's going to be awesome if you guys listening thank you for listening if you know any cool dads who need to have their stories told or if there's a fatherhood topic that you'd like to hear about or if you just otherwise would like to contact us um, you can find all of our information that you need at detoxpodcast.com. You'll also find a link there to our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. You can hear all of the, bon the bonus content that we throw up after each and every episode. This episode, we're going to have a discussion with Elliot about his family's recent trip to 
the Disney World, which I know is a, a, a huge thing in the lives of a lot of families. So uh, tune in for that if you would like to. Uh, until next time, uh, remember hashtag pro hoo-ha, hashtag front bottom, and of course hashtag don't let your daughters wear bikinis. Be a better dad, and we will see you next time. Shout out and special thanks to Justin and John for supporting the Detox Podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.